First of all, welcome back to the Who Move My Freedom podcast. Uh, the the number one most prolific freedom Second Amendment gun talking podcast on the face of the planet. What can I say? If you know, you got you 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 have to give yourself. You have to anoint yourself. You know, the the king. Otherwise, no one else will. But welcome. It's all because of you guys. So welcome back to the show. Uh, we appreciate you all joining us here. Make sure you guys go to HankStrange.com. Sign up for the email list there. Look around the page. We've got all kinds of links. If you want to know how to support us, so for example, you want to sign up for U.S. Law Shield, you can find that on HankStrange.com. You want to find our alternative um, video platforms, you can find that there. Lots of good stuff. So we appreciate everyone for doing that. Big shout out to Walther Arms for sponsoring the show. I feel like I've got like I got the shirt, I got the hat, I have everything today to represent uh, for Walther. And I have a PPS M2 on my hip, so it's between nice. it's between me and you guys out there. All right, so enough said here. We're gonna, we've got a big show here. We've got uh, Mr. Big Kid joining us here, so I'm going to throw everyone into the broadcast window here. I am going to go for the open. Let's do this. Welcome back to the Hank Strange All right, guys, situation. don't forget to Lifestyle hit that subscribe button. Smash those thumbs ups. Ring the bell. I'm looking around. Where the heck is my bell? I don't... What? Oh, here we go. There's the bell. I forgot the bell. I usually have people here to ring the bell, so... <laughs> Welcome back to the show. All right, listen. Steve, Mr. Big Kid, we do this thing called jazz hands here. Everyone has to do it. You know, uh, you got to do the jazz hands. Let's see it. You can come up with your own. Hey, I don't see you doing jazz hands yet. J jazz hands like like this? Yes, jazz yeah, hands. There you go. Hands. Jazz right. hands. Everyone has yeah. to do it. You know, oh, you didn't know about this, gotcha. apparently. <laughs> I did not. Yeah. <laughs> Welcome back to the show. I hope you guys have your big girl panties on. Um, as I said, this will be a fun show. Um, there's There's some other gestures you have to do later on, man, so. Uh, yeah. I'll start practicing. I don't yeah. know what to do with my hands. Oh, yeah. <laughs> All right, listen, this is episode 799 of the Who Move My Freedom podcast. Um, as I said, our guests are YouTube, both YouTube creators, starting with Mr. Big Kid. Boom. Welcome to the show, What's happening? sir. Thank you. I appreciate you having me. Absolutely. Pleasure to have you on here for the first time. And then also, uh, let's see, joining us, there he goes. The gorilla, the manila, no, the vanilla granilla. No, why am I saying this wrong? The, <laughs> the vanilla granilla. The vanilla gorilla. Oh, man. Okay, totally messed that one up. Uh, there he goes. Gorillas and Guns also joining us. Uh, welcome to everyone out there. We appreciate all you guys coming in. As you come in here, smash the thumbs ups. Share this if you can. Uh, we appreciate it. Uh, That's what I'm doing right now. Yeah, Safety Harbor Firearm says, I got your bell right here. Yeah, who, you know, <laughs> yeah, yeah. And Asper Warrior is out there. Shout out to him. Hope he's doing good today. He yeah, says, yeah. Uh, Mr. Big Kid, exclamation mark. What's happening, man? Yeah, he just he just moved to uh, Arizona. Mm -hmm. What? Oh, yeah. he's in Arizona now? I didn't I didn't even realize mm -hmm. that. Oh, I haven't yeah. been keeping oh, yeah. up with the, uh, the IGs then. <laughs> <laughs> it's been like what? Like, um couple months now right oh yeah really? a couple months he came mm -hmm. out to visit and um we met up at bass oh. pro shop and oh. just kind of walked around and chatted for a while it's pretty cool just just meeting yeah. him yeah oh, so. okay yeah he's a he's a good dude i've known him for a while the last time i actually saw him he was in uh 
now I'm messing up the order here. Last time I saw him, I think it was, I want to say Colorado. <laughs> yeah, he was living in Colorado, yes. All right, congratulations, Arizona. Yeah, yeah. Mike um, uh, did all my channel art, too, so. Oh, oh, okay. He drew your gorilla that you have? Yep. Oh, cool. Yep. There you go. Awesome, awesome. Same thing for you, Mr. Big Kid, or? No, but I okay. might hire him for some of his services. Oh, well, I don't know if we're supposed like to that. talk about those. Well, you know, yeah, not those services. That's that's a private conversation between him and myself. So. <laughs> yeah. Very uh, private. Yeah, he says uh, Vanilla Granilla is Silverback's B-boy name. Uh, I'm not going to live that one down. Uh, That's my break granola. Break dancing name. <laughs> granola, yeah. <laughs> Shout out to Toxic Patch Company. He's out there also. He says, what up, gangsters? Uh, he says he's in the desert. Yeah, I'm kind of surprised he's in it. That's a completely different, like, uh, altitude level going on there. How's he? Uh, mm -hmm. Is he adapting to that well? Or, or is he like a superhuman because he came from high up? I think I've seen lots of pictures and posts on his Instagram with him around a swimming pool. So he seems to be uh, uh, doing it right. I see. <laughs> uh, yeah. Yep. No, no swimming That's... pools in Colorado. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. It's probably better weather, right? Like Colorado. I, I know when I've been out there, it's been nice. I don't know if I want to be there when it's cold. I went to Durango for a week. That was pretty cool in the winter time. Mm -hmm. Um, okay. So that's about as cold as it gets, I guess. I mean, I'm not going to compare it to Alaska, but mm -hmm. yeah, it's cool. Okay. I don't know if I could live there, though. Yeah, yeah. Um, so listen, let's do this. Let's start this off right since you're this is your first time on the on the show here. Before Lola starts complaining to me, um, you know, and then I get in trouble. Um, tell the folks out there, you know, who you are, Steve. Why you started the right. channel, you know. Um, how you got into this whole thing. Give us a little bit of history about Mr. Big Kid. Where did the name come from? All of that stuff. Sure. Well, the name, um, the original intention of my channel was kind of just a fun channel. So I played with RC cars, shotguns. Um, I was really big into photography and videography. So all things that are like hobby type stuff. And I figured, well, I'm like a big kid. You know, it's all big mm -hmm. kid stuff. So that's where the name came from. And I thought it was like genius, like total light bulb when i thought mm. of it um <laughs> and uh, my my channel was like everything type channel mm -hmm. back in the day i mean between like family vlogs and all that um i finally kind of started finding the barbecue and guns thing and mm -hmm. i think i think uh the barbecue stuff is really what started taking my channel off i got a lot of traction a lot of grill reviews and barbecue reviews doing mm -hmm. briskets and um, ribs and it's a really cool, uh, really cool niche for YouTube actually. But I really like the the gun stuff even more. So mm -hmm. I ended up splitting up a channel. So now barbecue stuff is on Gaucho Q and Mr. Mm -hmm. Big Kid is guns and guns and gun accessories. Mm -hmm. Okay. But it's, it's fun. I just love doing reviews and, um, I love shooting stuff. I love experimenting, blowing up armor. It's just, yeah, mm -hmm. it's all fun. Yeah. You know, in retrospect, do you ever think, man, I should have just like put all my energy into the barbecue stuff? I could be a big baller right now, you know? Uh, um, yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's, you could have been it's the like Mr. Not... 
Huh? You could have been the Mr. Beast of uh, barbecue on YouTube. There's some pretty, there's some pretty big barbecue stuff out there. Uh, I've, yeah, um, there are. Yeah. I have a bunch of friends um, that have started channels way after me, and they're mm-hmm. they're doing really well in their barbecue stuff now too. Yeah. Everything, so yeah, I think if I put all my energy into that, I think it would have been really good. Yeah. Um, and Len Holt is. I I got to do this because I kept thinking the same thing. Len Holt says, "Mr. Big Kid, who do you think you are?" Now, that comes from a song. <laughs> That comes from a song. You ever heard that? Mr. Big Stuff, who do you think you are? You ever heard that oh. song? <laughs> okay, yes, I've heard yeah. that. Yeah, I've heard, I've, heard the, I've heard the Heavy D, the Heavy D version, <laughs> you know, the, uh, the hip-hop version. So, yeah, you know, man, we were talking about this behind the scenes, Scott, before, uh, before you got here, and then, and then mm-hmm. we kicked everything off about, like, this whole YouTube thing and what we do as gun guys and how tough it is. You know, I think Mr. Big Kid, like you just hit 70,000, right? Yep. Right. I mean, that's awesome. Congratulations on Thank you. on the 70,000. It, but it's, you know, it's so ridiculous. Right? It's so I mean, you should really be celebrating that and and you know, that should just be like the launch of everything and growing and all that kind of stuff, except for the fact that even though I think overall on YouTube right now, a lot of stuff is down, um, there, we know we're down more because the algorithm works against us, I think, as gun guys. What do you think about that? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think so. I think yeah. um, I think we need to put an extra effort into it. I mean, it's very clear when we post a video and every video we post is demonetized. Mm-hmm. Um and you have to fight for every video that we upload. It's mm-hmm. it's a, automatically a, a handicap. Yeah, I think so. Did you want to say something about that, Scott? Yeah, I mean, I, I'm right there on the same page. I agree 100%. I mean, we get suppressed uh, every turn we take. You know, I mean, they, they definitely uh, follow that leftist agenda and you know, try to censor us where they can. But they still kind of allow us to be out there, but not as far out there as we should be. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so we're, I don't know if we're really, I mean, for, so for sure, I think there are people who do really well. Mm-hmm. And there's ways that you could that you could uh, play the game with the algorithm and do well. Some of which mm-hmm. we were talking about, like the shorts, I guess. I didn't really get on the shorts until recently, so I'm late to the game, which might be yeah. completely useless for me at this point. Um, yeah, I don't I even think know you, how to I, make the shorts. You don't know how to do it. Well, Mr. Big Kid is—he's really the man on uh, on the shorts, according to what I've heard. So maybe we can get him all to give us old fogies here some lessons on how you do the shorts. And where did this whole shorts thing even come from? Oh yeah, absolutely. I've done a bunch of research on it. So there's a couple of really big YouTubers out there, and I watch a lot of YouTube growth channels like mm-hmm. Daryl Eves and all all those guys. Mm-hmm. Um, they sent a lot of warning signs out. YouTube is coming out with shorts. And basically these were, um, they started in India where I think they rolled out shorts to India first. And at the Mm -hmm. same time, they actually rolled out shorts to America or the U S as well, except not the shorts tool. Mm -hmm. So you had to, you know, do your one minute video vertical format, and then you had to, um, tag like hashtag shorts on their title or in your description. Um, basically uh, YouTube wants to compete with TikTok. They want to compete with Instagram Reels. So YouTube really put a lot of focus on their shorts and really promoting uh, creators that were building shorts. So mm-hmm. 
I started doing shorts. The views weren't that great. Um, okay. But a how month long, later. How, how long ago did you start that again? I probably, I don't know for sure, but I want to say probably like October okay. time around there. Mm-hmm. Um, all of a sudden I realized that, wow, this, this video has 5,000 views an hour. And an then hour. all of a sudden, the, yeah. And then wow. I had some videos that were getting over 30,000 views an hour at Whoa. certain spikes. Wow. Mm-hmm. Um, I have videos that were, I mean, my Desert Eagle video where I'm just shooting three pieces of steel, one-handed with a Desert Eagle. Mm-hmm. One of the steel plates falls off the uh, the post. Mm-hmm. And that video, I think, just hit six million views. Wow. Congratulations, um, man. That's thank you. freaking awesome. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, just I don't know who else has that. one video that has six million views. If you do, put yeah. your hands up. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And yeah. I mean – it's so you made so the, you're saying you made uh you made a million dollars off of that is that what i just I, heard? oh that would be so nice yeah. <laughs> i'm thankful for the audience that it's getting me and um the the notice that it's given me so mm-hmm. that's definitely worth a lot um mm-hmm. however when i look at social blade and look at my stats and it says i'm making uh like two hundred thousand dollars a year they're very mm-hmm. incorrect about that <laughs> <laughs> so, <laughs> where do they come up with that stuff where do they even get that from i have no idea is that the it's high end of what they're of what they're saying or the low end it gives you a range there's like a oh. low and a high and i'm very close to the low yeah me too I, whatever is yeah. whatever is low. i don't even know go ahead go ahead gorillas and guys i'm not uh, even I sure say, what it's I it's rank probably on. based off of what people used to make in the past off of youtube because mm-hmm. some of those mm-hmm. guys would make that kind of money every year yeah mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I, for sure there's guys in the car world and the reason why you see like the car guys, for example, right. You see those guys there every, I mean, it seems sometimes like once a week they're getting a new car. And the thing is that one car video that they put up can make Mm -hmm. $20,000. So it doesn't, it's makes sense for them to buy or lease whatever the latest car is and put it out there. But Mm -hmm. I think on our end, that's, I don't want to say that's not happening for for. There's probably some people that that is happening for them, that they're doing that kind of money and making that kind of money from um, from advertising. But I would say most people absolutely not. You know, right. um, it's just just so many things going on. And then recently, what I was ta- telling you in the background, um, I usually get somewhere between two hundred and fifty two hundred and fifty thousand views a month and 300,000 views on on my main channel which is uh, it might seem like it's really bad to me that was that's been bad for a long time right because i've got uh over 900 videos i've had i should have like maybe 13 1400 videos but we've had to remove hundreds of videos from the channel that people keep asking me like oh what what happened to this or i thought you did something on this thing but recently that's gone down to like 100,000 views you know, so the, the algorithm is definitely uh, messing with us and shadow banning us or whatever it is, you know, you want to call it. Right. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's really weird. Um, and I'm wondering, it seems like at that time it's kind of when shorts started taking off. Mm-hmm. So I wonder if the shorts are dominating full full form content videos, maybe it's perhaps i don't yeah go ahead scott if you want to i i think that could be true because i mean a lot of times when you look at analytics a lot of people only watch half your video mm-hmm. you know mm-hmm. or less 
So um, the shorts are probably where it's at for a lot of people. You know, people have very short attention spans sometimes. So the, they're just like, hey, that's perfect for me. A one minute video, boom, done and over with, you know. Do you mean to tell me you can get people to stay for half your video? Dang. Hey, at least that's what my analytics <laughs> my, uh, my average view duration, depending, <laughs> let me see. Uh, and I know some people out there might not care about this, but I would just say that think about this. This is what we dedicate a lot of time to. The energy that I spend making, I, I don't, I'm not sure about Scott and like what his focus is, what Gorillas and Guns focus is. And, and for sure, I don't know yours unless you say it either, Mr. Big Kid, but mine, this is what I do. Um, and I give all my time and energy to it. And there's not a big return for that. I would actually make more money if I went and worked at McDonald's or something like that. Mm. You know, um, if you look at what's going on. So, uh, and, and I do it for different reasons. One, I do it because I'm a creative person and I want to create things, you know. Mm -hmm. um, and then why I do specifically the gun stuff is because I, I, I uh, you know, I feel uh, passionate about it. You know, I'm driven to do it. It's something I believe in. So it's a weird situation to do this kind of work and there's no uh, reward for that, especially when it's not because you're terrible, which, hey, uh, could be terrible, but it's because the algorithm is deliberately, specifically suppressing what you do. I mean, I've got like 116,000 subscribers and I have a very difficult time getting a video to get more than 2,000 views mm -hmm. when I put right. it up these days. You know, I mean, a very tough time trying to do that. Go, go ahead, who, whoever wanted to. Uh, I was going to say the same thing. It seems like for the amount of subscribers I have, I get maybe a, a I mean, a sixteenth of the views out of the videos that I post. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, do you so do you do you notice that also, Steve? Or yeah, yeah. Yeah, I think I was talking to Christian. We were texting back and forth. Uh, mm -hmm. Christian Grass, sorry. And um, mm -hmm. we were chatting about like the recent growth I've had, which has been crazy. And, but mm -hmm. the views are not – they don't sync up to the amount of subs that I've gotten. So mm -hmm. before when I was at 10,000 subscribers, uh, maybe the first hour of posting a video, I would get maybe like 100 views first mm -hmm. hour. Mm -hmm. Um now that I'm at 70,000, I post a video and I'm at like 120 views the first hour. Mm -hmm. So my channel went up 700% and mm -hmm. I'm only getting a fraction uh, yeah. more views. Yeah, it's a weird thing. I don't think subscribers even yeah. matters anymore because my, no, I don't think so. my subscriber number goes up. <laughs> all, all of that kind of stuff is going yeah. up, but it doesn't make any difference. It's, there's no other reason for it other than it being um, some mm -hmm. kind of deliberate thing that's happening. And my average view duration before all of these things really started happening was seven minutes. You know, so putting up like a 15, 20 minute video is not a big deal. And seven minutes, someone might think, oh, that's no, that's a lot in, in terms lot. of YouTube, right? The average view duration on YouTube is something like seven seconds, <laughs> not even a minute for a short. And it's because mm -hmm. if you, if this video you turn on to, if it's not what you want to see, you're out, right? Because right? there's so many different options. So the idea mm -hmm. of someone spending seven minutes looking at your video was a great thing and everyone was kind of going in that direction of making longer more informative videos which i enjoy right i don't want to have to figure out what i'm looking for every minute 
you know, I like looking at video. So let's take away gun stuff. Because I actually don't look at a lot of gun stuff nowadays um, on YouTube. So when I'm when I'm editing and doing other things and, and YouTube's on playing, I might be looking at something about like sci-fi movies or cars or something like that. I don't want to have to switch, like look around and figure out what I'm looking at all the time. So I like to put on a video that's very informative, take my time and look at that. Um, and, lo and more people were going in that direction, but because like what, what you said, I think YouTube wants to compete with TikTok. Mm -hmm. You know, this is what they're pushing I'm wondering if that's really good for YouTube as a whole, because we're not the only person, people going down. Like I said, everyone across the board seems to be mm. going through that same thing. So do you think there's going to be a lot of bigger creators to go, instead of trying to make TikTok videos, go, you know what, why don't I just put my videos somewhere else? Because there, there is an audience that wants to see my stuff and they'll go over there and I don't have to share as much revenue with YouTube or whoever else. And it'll kind of, you know, be the death of YouTube or something. I mean, I'd like to think that someone would be willing to do that. But mm -hmm. to be honest, I, I don't remember the exact statistics, but something like the top 1% of YouTubers, so like the really heavy hitter channels, the, the ones that we all know about, they're mm -hmm. taking 99% of the YouTube traffic as well. Mm -hmm. And the last 99% of us YouTubers are fighting for that 1% of traffic. Mm -hmm. So... I think even though I think TikTok is probably or the shorts are probably taking over a little bit, I think mm -hmm. the people that are there for long videos are still getting dominated by the really big channels. So okay. that's just my theory. And then so so and then what is the makeup of the big channels like and and what do you think is the duration of the big channels? Are they are the big channels now basically TikTok channels or channels that are doing one minute long videos? I think it's still like the demolition ranches and mm -hmm. you know the the classic old YouTube videos and creators that have been mm -hmm. around a while. Okay. Just um yeah. Mm -hmm. So like uh Mr what what is it? Mr Beast, I guess. That's what who I was talking about mm -hmm. earlier. Yeah. yeah. So those are the people who you think are getting uh the audience. Even like Kentucky Ballistics, I mean, he's gaining mm -hmm. what 10,000 subscribers a day or something mm -hmm. like that. Right. So well, well Look at Brandon Herrera. I mean, he came oh, yeah. from nowhere and now he's over a million subs, you know, yep. and it was what, maybe a couple of years time. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So what do we and, and, you know, I've got no problem with with any of those guys, to be honest mm -hmm. with you. Right. I think uh, we create content and then the audience out there chooses, you know, what do you think it is those guys are doing? Is it just that they're younger is it because, you know, the kind of videos that they're making? What do you think? Or is it because they understand or they have people who understand the algorithm better? Or is it all of the above? What do you think? Uh, I could tell you, uh, Brandon Herrera, I, you know, I spoke to him a few times. Mm -hmm. Um he told me he really watches the analytics mm -hmm. um, and he uses a lot of the um, keywords for his mm -hmm. the tags and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. So that way the algorithm picks it up and puts it out into the right spots. So okay. you have to make sure you choose those tags wisely uh, to get it to show up in the right areas. Uh, and he, there was something else that he was using too. He told me about, and I forget about it. And he said that helped him jump up quite a bit. Damn you, um, Scott, I, you're supposed to write that down. <laughs> I think I have it <laughs> saved know, in my, my favorites here somewhere. But 
Yeah. Now the tags thing, I don't know. I'll be interested to see what Steve thinks about this. Um, for a while, every so when I started this, everyone was all about tags, right? But because if Britney Spears was the most popular thing, you would have everyone putting Britney Spears in their tags, including gun guys. They were making videos that had nothing to do with Britney Spears, right? Correct. Just just so they can get in front of the algorithm. So very quickly, the algorithm really started ignoring tags, even to the point that YouTube was saying tags don't matter. And I think that's been the case for a long time. I don't know if that's changed recently, but, but I think I survived of even just getting completely kicked off of YouTube already because we stopped putting in tags. What do you think about that? I think what's weird with tags is from my understanding, tags have minimal effect on a channel or a video right now, but mm -hmm. it helps the YouTube algorithm identify maybe discrepancies. So maybe my understanding is say I do a video on the Smith and Wesson shield. Maybe I'll mm -hmm. call it on my tags. I'll say the MP shield M and P shield mm -hmm. Smith and Wesson shield, like all mm -hmm. the different variations mm -hmm. of it that mm -hmm. someone might search for. Okay. Right. Now, not to be confused with like trending words though, or trending things. So I go to, was it Google trends, I think, mm -hmm. and then type in what I want to make a video about and mm -hmm. then find the best way to word that video. Mm -hmm. And I think that helps. Yeah. I think, yeah, the, I think wording your title definitely. does a lot. Yeah. And what goes into yep. the description. Yeah. It's a weird, go ahead. I did find that site. It's called mm -hmm. VidIQ. He said he okay. started using that and he yeah. said, he noticed I think everyone used yeah, I, I I haven't used it, but no, okay. <laughs> I saved it to my favorites like two years ago when he told me about. I'm it, pretty sure they're doing a little bit more than that. I mean, oh, I, yeah, could be, now, I, I could be wrong. Sure. Yeah, I think that there's some people that really understand how the algorithm works or what's going on behind mm -hmm. uh, YouTube, and I think that uh, Brandon Herrera is definitely one of those people. Like I, I remember when he did a meme uh, review video that got deleted, and he made a video saying we're not even going to contest that. Because if you contest anything, then these people definitely flag you and go, you know, and then and then they start coming down on you. So I think that kind of stuff is probably one of the neg like the things that we did wrong in the beginning when they started doing all of this stuff. We were contesting things or even like on this channel here um, on the live, you know, um, when they change the rules, like right now on lives, we can't show we can't handle guns while we're live. Right. And when they changed those rules, they actually spoke to me and then they spoke to the big guys. But they spoke to me because I was doing it a lot back then. And it was okay. You know, we were like growing it and doing something. Man, after they spoke to me, no. You know, it's like everything has been locked in. And they told me during that conversation that, yeah, we're going to be watching you. So I think once you come on their radar, you get on their radar, you know, and they put, and somewhere in there they're putting notes or red flags or whatever it is i think a lot of that weighs you down and here's my argument for why nowadays like i notice all the stuff that we're saying you know i think used to be used to be uh true and you know you used to have to come in to, to start the, you know you start off small you build up the stuff you do all of these things but what i'm finding now there's folks just coming in from out of nowhere um, into making gun videos and their videos are blowing up and then there's people who've been doing it for a long time right making gun videos for a long time so they have a built-in audience people know who they are they have social media to share their stuff and all that and they're making videos and and it's impossible like i see guys that have a million subscribers and they put up a video and it has a tough time for that video to get to fifty thousand views mm. 
but someone else just from out of nowhere makes a gun video and puts it up and that video gets to like a million views yeah especially with the shorts thing again there's a creator that doesn't have any full-length videos and all his videos started out as reloading first person you know from Mm -hmm. the shooter's perspective of reloading Mm -hmm. i think he's at like 350,000 subs right now wow yeah yeah um (laughs) so it's it's weird do you so what is youtube in in your like you're you know you've got a pretty big video out there basically viral if you've hit how long has that video been up um i want to say i filmed that probably in march okay so a couple couple of months six million views to me that's officially viral i don't know if you're going to argue that scott um i wouldn't argue yeah that's viral (laughs) um it goes over a million it's definitely viral in a short in a short space of time i think if it takes a couple years to get to a million no (laughs) right like i have one video that i think is close to two million and has been up for like five six years that's not viral Um, And that's probably the biggest video that I have out there. So um, six million views in a few months. Okay, that's viral. What's the what's the plan? How does that benefit? You know, how would that do you feel that that's benefiting you that that video is that big? Oh, yeah. I mean, I think so, because they they end up watching my other shorts, too. Some of the audience is coming over and watching my longer videos. Mm -hmm. Um, I think the big thing is they're not all coming and watching it's not mm-hmm. like i have a full-length video people love it so they, they're excited to see my other full-length videos mm-hmm. youtube really segregates shorts and full-length content mm-hmm. like if you watch a video on shorts and then click on the channel that created that content mm-hmm. youtube is going to bring you to their shorts page it's not going to show you their full-length videos yeah so and i think also if you do longer videos they look at it differently which is so mm-hmm. I'll, I'll i'll tell you guys what i mean by that as, bad, as tough as it is to get to 2,000 views when I put up a regular video, 10, 15, 20 minutes long lately, right? Share it on all my social media. I've got tens of thousands of people that follow me on some of my different social medias. The, the video doesn't go anywhere. So we recently had the dagger from PSA here. And we did, you know, we shot... When, when you're doing that stuff, I think it took like two hours. But I cut that video down to about an hour and 20 minutes. Um, I put that video up, it's already 2,000 views. And it's yep. weird to me. I expected it to do to be even worse. But for some reason, it's doing better. Does it's that a good make video, by the way. I did see it. I like that. Um, you didn't mind it being an hour? Because com- there was at least one guy complaining to me that it was an hour and 20 minutes. I saw which that you don't too. have to watch. You, don't have to, you, know, you can watch what you want or don't watch it, you know? Mm-hmm. So there's like a, a definitely a market for the really long videos. And I was working on my other job, my computer right mm-hmm. next to here. So I had that video playing in the background. Mm-hmm. And at least, you know, if you guys call something out like, oh, what's that? Then I'll turn around and you see what up. you guys are talking uh, about. See? That's um, my genius. That's my genius, Steve. You just got to just got to throw some <laughs> curveballs in there. Just say random things to make people look up. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. But I think yeah. may, maybe maybe. So th- this algorithm is working in a weird way because I think the TikTok things, the, what, I'm con- what I'm worried about is if people look at that and go, well, I'm just going to make one minute videos, you know, and just try to do this, com- you know, compete with these shorts in this section. And if that may- and that will make it worse for the guys like me that I'll turn away. Look, the videos I looked at the most on YouTube before Joe Rogan signed his deal was Joe Rogan. Three hours. That yep. was three hours. I could put Joe Rogan on, 
and I can start doing all the crap I have to do. I don't have to mess with that. I don't even have to look there. Like you said, something interesting was happening. I could look up and see, you know, if they're showing, if they're researching something or whatever it is, if there's something visual I need to see there. Other than that, I'm just really listening to them. And I think they would, I, I think it was doing well with YouTube. And every now and then it'll hit me with a commercial. I didn't mind. Sometimes I didn't even notice. Mm-hmm. You know? So yeah. it's, yeah. I don't, I don't know if anyone cares, but I think ultimately it's going to be detrimental if, because um, I, here's, I don't know if you feel guilty or what it seems like the gun community looks at this. But a lot of times what I the, the reflection to me of the folks out there is screw you guys. What the hell do you need to make money for? Just make the freaking videos and put it up there and give us what we want. I don't care if you don't have any money. <laughs> you know, that's yeah. not my problem. <laughs> how, yep. how do you guys feel about that? These videos are expensive to make. Um, I mean, I've. You know, as I've been growing, I have been getting a lot of samples of things to try, which is which is excellent. I'm blessed mm -hmm. for that, and mm -hmm. I don't take that for granted. But they're still expensive to film, and time is money too. So I'm out there, you know, in the desert. It's it's hot right now, but I'm still going out there pushing out at least one one video that I put a lot of heart and time into a week, hopefully to bring mm -hmm. some good content for people to watch. Yeah. So yeah, I mean, of course, I want to try to make some money off that because i'd love to do this for a living i'd love to be able to support my family doing this so yeah what do you where are you at with that scott do you feel the same way or maybe yeah, I is your thing a little way. different I, okay I, I think a lot of people tend to look at the youtube guys especially in the gun world uh as fuds or sellouts or something else if you're making money off of making content mm -hmm. you know if mm -hmm. you're getting free stuff oh my god that's that's a sin you know basically is what they're saying i don't think anything is world. free yeah the, the problem <laughs> right. is no one yeah. is sending so like no one's sending mr big kid a gun because they just right. want to give away a gun to some guy. Exactly. exactly. You got to work for it. <laughs> they're you sending know, it but... to him because they're like, oh, I noticed this guy, Mr. Big Kid, is out there. He did a video right. for my rival over here that did decent. Mm -hmm. You know what? I think yep. I want him to talk about my stuff. So they're sending it to you, hoping that you make a video talking about them, but they're not necessarily sending you ammo or paying for your gas yeah. to drive out to the yeah. desert or doing yep. any of those things. And if by the time, mm -hmm. if let's say it takes you five hours between driving out there, setting up, shooting that video, driving back, then editing this video now, uploading it and promoting mm -hmm. it and all that. If you spent five hours doing that and it, it doesn't have any monet monetary value for you, why right. wouldn't you just spend that five hours driving a Uber or something? Right. Well, and yep. here's the other thing, too, mm -hmm. that I think people look at it as like you're a shill, because especially if you do a good review of a product and one person has one bad thing to say about it and they're, oh, my God, yeah. look at that guy. He's mm -hmm. going to say any product's good because they're paying him. You know, you're you're a paid shill. That's all you are, you know. And, mm -hmm. and so that's that's another thing that really makes it tough for us to make money off of stuff too mm -hmm. you know unless we're like some huge massive you know channel with you know million plus or so subscribers you know mm -hmm. um but a lot of guys don't look at those big big 
YouTube channels like that because they're like, oh, that's what they've been doing. It's a business to them, and you know mm-hmm. that's that's how they make their living. But for mm-hmm. somebody like me, who's a very small channel, to try to go out there and do that, and if I start giving products good reviews, even though if it's an honest good review, mm-hmm. they're going to look at me and go, oh yeah, you just said that because you're getting paid and you're trying to get big. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah, yeah. I mean, every time I talk to these companies about because it's not like these companies are all. Um, you know, emailing me to send me stuff, mm-hmm. I have to reach out to them. <clears throat> I'm uh, often I'm the one that actually initiates it, especially if it's for a say, significant value of product. Mm-hmm. But I actually give them a sales pitch. I'm like, you know, if you send me this, I will I will make a couple review videos on it, and then I will send you the video to put on your website. You can use it however you want. You can chop it up and mm-hmm. make an ad out of it. I'm I'm good with that. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. not only are they they getting a review out of it for me, but they can use my material for marketing, which is expensive. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, and do they, do, does that, does that work well for you? Do, <laughs> do they respond positively to that all the time or? Um, typically they're very willing to send something, um, because yeah. of that. So there's yeah. a couple of companies out there that I've just been loving working with because they're, it's an exciting relationship mm-hmm. and it's not that I'm lying to my subscribers. I'm legitimately happy. I'm working with these people and they're, they have a good product. Yeah, especially like mm-hmm. LA police gear. They make these armor plates that are dirt cheap, and I mm-hmm. blow them up all the time. I have, I think I've mm-hmm. done like four of them now. I don't think there's <laughs> anything wrong with it. I think as long as you tell people, if you pretend like yeah. you know, I just got this big library of guns. I'm buying stuff, and mm-hmm. uh, you play that game with people. I think it's that's unfortunate, yeah. right? Because you're not disclosing something. Um, and we try right. to do that to say, hey, we borrow this. I borrowed this from this friend. Or I got this from this company. This is, or I bought it myself. This is where this, uh, where this thing came from. Um, but you know, what you know, what you said is that it is expensive for these companies to do this stuff themselves. And mm-hmm. there's some companies that don't have to do it at all. You know, if you look at like Tesla, for example, they don't they don't even spend any money. Um, having like an advertising department, marketing department or anything like that, right? Their customers are all marketing for them. And in this day and age, that's social media. So people are, one, people are driving around a car, which is an advertisement. Yep. And then two, they're, you know, they're making videos, they're making posts on TikTok, Twitter, you know, whatever it is. So they don't really feel everyone's the, the freaking news media is talking about them all the time, even in a negative way. Right. When they have a failure, like with the, what appears to be a failure with the cyber truck, when the guy throws that steel ball at it and the, you know, and the windows uh, sh- don't break, but they shatter. Mm. That was free marketing. Right. You know, because yeah, everybody was talking about it. Yeah. So, <laughs> you know, I think that it, how how much would it cost for them to do that? So yes, they obviously don't do it. Um, uh, in the beginning, now in the beginning of Tesla, what I noticed is that they used to have this referral code that they gave to people who own Teslas, right? And when they were making all these videos and stuff like that, if people use that code and bought a Tesla, they get a certain amount of points towards actually getting a free Tesla. And I have a Tesla now, but nowadays Tesla was so successful with people doing all of this 
if someone uses like I have a code, if someone uses it, I get a thousand free supercharger miles, which is awesome. <laughs> that the one person did it, and I appreciate that, right? So if I'm on the road, I could go get like free supercharging from the Tesla. I'm happy. But there's literally people who got like five or six cars because mm. so many people. There's a there's a guy I, I um that I think it's the What's Inside family. You ever saw those guys? No. You know you know the there's a kid that does uh he has a YouTube channel called What's Inside. It's mm -hmm. a huge channel. It's basically this kid and his dad would take things and cut them open. And there and then they have that What's Inside and then they have What's Inside family and all that kind. That guy has like two roadsters. The roadsters that are coming out from Tesla that are um, mm -hmm. a quarter of a million dollars each. He's got two wow. free ones. Yeah. <laughs> so, I mean, there's, in, you know, there's, there's, in, there's, in, there were incentives and stuff like that, and it was successful for them. So our case of what's going on here in the gun world, I think right now the gun world can pay for advertising on radio and in magazines, right? Yeah, I've, I mean, I've seen some YouTube gun ads out there. I mean, not, not actual what? guns, but like mm -hmm. tactical training ads and stuff like mm -hmm. that. Right. Mm -hmm. So I see what you're saying. Yeah, I don't think they yeah. I don't think YouTube accepts advertising money from like Smith and Wesson. They won't take or from Walther, for example. Um, right. I don't think they would take it. I've have seen them take advertising money from NRA in the past. Mm -hmm. uh, I've seen them do it for, I think, U.S. Law Shield, maybe USCCA. Yep. Um, like you said, I've I've seen uh, body armor, I think. Yep. Safe Safe Life or Safe Vest or yeah. Safe Yeah, Safe yeah. Like that's a big one. Yep. Yeah, but yep. there's a lot of things they won't. For example, let me advertise. And there was hmm. a time. I mean, even that. So you might not realize this, but you can actually, if you have a regular YouTube channel, you can actually advertise your channel. I tried to in the beginning. Yeah. So when I first started. So if if you're looking at YouTube videos, you'll notice that. Um, by the way, shout out to two A Edu. Shout out to everyone who's who's coming in. You guys, oh, should, what's yeah. up, man? Smash the thumbs up as you guys are coming in. We're kind of like a deep in a conversation here, and I'm busy complaining <laughs> to Mr. Big Kid about stuff. Um, you know, since he's my captive audience right now. Jazz hands. Yeah. Oh, no, we already did that. <laughs> oh, so, <I> stop. <laughs> yes, stop. He's going okay. back in time. He wants to start yeah. the whole thing all yeah. over. He's again. like brainwashed now. He's like, oh, you just tell me, I'll do it. I'm gonna start um, jazz hands at the dinner table now. Yeah. <laughs> we're, we're, we're taking it back from the terrorists. So here's the thing I'm saying: you you've never watched a YouTube video, and the advertising that comes on is another YouTube channel. I think no, I have. I've never seen that. Oh yeah, I have seen all it all the time. Yeah. Yep. I have seen it, and I don't know exactly what I'm looking at. It kind of takes me back because it's so different than the ads yeah. I'm used to seeing. Yeah. But and you could do an ad for a long time on YouTube. I don't know if you're aware of that. Like ads, I've seen ads that are 10 minutes long. Wow. So if you sat there, you can look at a 10 minute video. So I've seen. So for example, I'll give you a for example. Um, a lot of a lot of rappers today, you don't even have to get a record deal. You can create your music, put it up on some kind of music sharing thing where people could buy it. And then obviously you have a YouTube channel, you make your YouTube videos or whatever. Um, there's a lot of rappers that pay YouTube and they get their video goes out as advertising. Now, we might not see that as gun guys because we're not looking at those videos. Mm. Right. But yep. if you if but because when you're advertising on YouTube, you can set the audience you want to advertise to. 
So for that reason, other YouTubers can say, um, so this is how it would have been in the past. So, so we're gun guys. And let's say the biggest guy is Demo Ranch and we want to get our videos in front of Demo Ranch's audience. We could go to YouTube, pay them, and when someone goes to watch a Demo Ranch video, they have to watch us for 10 seconds or whatever it is, right? Yep. They do not allow gun guys to do that anymore. Hmm. So, okay. Yeah. So, but but every but people in other categories can do it. Right. Yeah. I remember when I did it back in 2018, I think mm -hmm. I'm like, "Ooh, let me try this this way to get out there you know i pushed i just tried so hard to get some reach on my channel mm -hmm. and i did advertising with youtube and it mm -hmm. was expensive i mean mm -hmm. i'd do like a hundred dollar ad credit and it was gone within like <laughs> a, a couple minutes i'm yeah. like jeez <laughs> yeah i'm not, I'm not saying anymore. it's effective yeah <laughs> but look but look a couple of seconds getting in front of a big uh, person in your category could be amazing mm. you know it could be a big it could be a big boost for you because people are like ooh, what's you know, what's that? Now, you know what's weird? I do see them letting a lot of anti-gun stuff go. That's the only way we make money now. You know, if there's if there's someone paying, like there's some kind of anti-gun documentary or something that's out. Have you guys seen that running? No. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I've seen that running against, when I'm looking at videos, not even gun videos. But I do look at some gun stuff. But because I've looked at those gun things, I'm looking at a car video, and right before that is this advertisement for anti-gun documentary. I think it's mostly talking about the NRA. So, you know, so that so the obviously you know they want to target people who are interested in guns for some reason. Yeah. Maybe they're like, oh, we'll get these people to look at this, or we'll get them to to give up the guns or something. You know? <laughs> yeah, they're putting that towards the wrong audience. That's for yeah. sure. Yeah. <laughs> Playing on deaf ears. <laughs> yeah. So if you guys could, so let me do this instead of me talking the whole time here, which I can easily do. Uh, if you, in case you didn't notice, no. if you guys, if you all could come up with the way that this should go down, or if you, if you could, you know, push buttons and make things happen, how do you think this should all happen? What would be the best thing? Uh, I think that they should just let us be who we are and treat us the same way they would treat everybody else. You know, if they kind of did it kind of a little more like the old days when everybody had a chance, mm -hmm. that would be the best way to do it. You know, um, you got a lot of people leaving a lot of platforms like this because of the fact that, you know, we're getting silenced. Yeah, I, I can definitely see, you know, no violence, no hurting people, you know, stuff like that or promoting things like that for sure, you know, and trying to suppress those, that kind of content. But when it's somebody out there just doing something either entertaining or, you know, uh, educating or anything like that, just because it uh, surrounds a specific topic – doesn't mean that they shouldn't have the same voice or opportunity that everybody else on the platform has. Okay, but that's exactly what they're not doing. <laughs> right, exactly what they're not doing, right? Yeah. But that's what they should be doing. But because, like, when YouTube first started, that's what it was all about. You know, mm -hmm. if they went back to that route, you know, YouTube would be more of a, a megalith than it is now. Um,. Uh I wish, uh, yes, I think because of their political things, they don't want to do that. But the right. funny thing I would say to what you're saying is that um, the guys who are pulling the crazy stunts, and so in our world, the gun world, 
the guys who are doing the best and getting money are the guys doing the crazy stunts. Mm. The guys who are like, you know, um, I mean, let me see how many potatoes I could shoot. No, oh, well, I mean, I do that you know. kind of stuff too, but I don't get yeah. 20 million views on my videos. <laughs> yeah, well, because you're doing it too late. You should have been doing it. <laughs> you should have started doing it before Demo Ranch or, um, yeah. you know, or those guys started doing it. I'm not saying I'm knocking them, but what I am saying is that the reason, like, so obviously there's maybe a lot of kids or people want to see those mm. more than anything, but right. at the same time, the way all the rules, the way YouTube has it laid out and how they hit people, if you do anything close to educational, you're get that video is not it's getting hit. It's yeah. getting hit because they don't want you to take the gun apart. They don't want you to show how to right. do this or how to do that. It's like you know, yeah, they all the stuff that can help people. Yeah, all the stuff that can help people. But you do some crazy stunt like that for for whatever reason, it's fine. You know? Yeah. Yeah. So it's kind of counterintuitive. Um, although it's a good point. It would be awesome if the world, if everyone in the world was fair, but, but they're mm -hmm. not. So what, what, right. what do you think? What do you think, Mr. Big Kid? What's, uh, how should, how would you like it to be if you could make it that way? I'm kind of right there with Scott, to be honest. I mean, I feel like it's, um, it's an unfair platform right now. And there's certain things that get promoted that are, geez, uh, pretty messed up to do. I mean, just between like, I'm trying to think of the right word. Um, mm -hmm. Total brain fart too. Promiscuous mm -hmm. stuff is not mm -hmm. regulated on YouTube. I'll oh, put it right. that way. Yeah. Mm -hmm. um, mm -hmm. Same with the TikTok and Instagram. So people can, you know, they'll push that stuff all day. And mm -hmm. that gets a lot of views too, I guess. But yeah, uh, right. my promiscuous stuff has not gotten popular. Yeah. Sorry, bad you, joke. You, <laughs> you, did you put up some promiscuous stuff that we missed? <laughs> yes, I will link my OnlyFans channel below. Yeah, you might have. It might come to that. Wouldn't it be? Yeah. A, can you imagine a future where like <laughs> gun guys are over on my <laughs> OnlyFans? <Yeah>. OnlyFans gun <laughs> channel. Yeah. <laughs> like, if you give me some money, I will sit in a speedo <laughs> and shoot this gun for you. But dude, I don't even know if people. People want to mix that it's like you know would that be considered a fetish uh i don't know yes man. i'll, I'll put let's call it that <laughs> I, but i mean i think i would love to be able to post a video and my video is put fairly up against everybody else regardless of their content mm -hmm. if the audience wants right. it and they want to watch it why should youtube have to suppress it because it doesn't go with their yeah. beliefs it's you sucks. know and exactly yep you know, there's some it's, other platforms out there of course they're never going to get the same amount of views that youtube gets which is why we don't all cancel our youtube accounts and go there i mean mm -hmm. i'm doing this because i want to reach an audience and i want to make stuff for people and if i'm mm -hmm. going to be making it for an empty room like what's the point yeah my so, my uh my so i don't go at this every day trying to be viral and i understand that there are people who are doing that that's the reason why they're making only specific videos i'm actually an artist i think a lot of people making those stupid kind of video i'm not i'm actually not interested in looking at that um gorillas and gun um aspa warrior said gorillas and guns if you blow yourself up while you're shooting potatoes that's the ticket and unfortunately yeah. that's the thing like i you know recently i paid attention to that because um something happened to kentucky ballistics and i'm not trying to knock him i you know i think he's a cool dude when i've met him uh, in the past, he's a very nice person, all that kind of stuff. But I don't really look at his videos because I don't like I, 
you know, I don't feel like that's anything educational for me. I want to learn about these guns and and um, and I don't feel like I'm developing anything, but we're playing the stunt game, right? So yeah. I don't actually make my videos with that intention. I have other intentions of why I'm doing, why I'm creating this video. The, it's the reason why I put out this long video. I could have easily like just thrown out everything and made it make this video into like 10, 15 minutes and put it out there. But I thought, look, maybe a lot of people think that this gun, the uh, PSA dagger, for example, is a unicorn. It doesn't really exist. Oh, I've heard they have this trouble with it and that trouble. And I was like, let me just put everything out there for people. And you know, that's going to somehow inform people of things. They might, they may see things that I didn't even see in that video. And that's actually happened before that we've put out videos and other people analyze that video and go, okay, did you guys realize this was happening or that was happening? Now I'm not, that's what's popular is different. What the videos those guys are making is what's popular and people just want to mindlessly be entertained. I feel like that sometimes too. After a long day, I want to be mindlessly entertained. Um, but in in terms of this, I don't want to do that. But I think if you if everything was fair, you could pick your lane, and you could make these videos, and they don't have to go viral. And but you could do okay because there's an audience out there that wants to see that, and it's going to be delivered to them, right? Yep. And so therefore, you don't have to be the guy who puts up a video and it goes to 10 million views. And that's not to hate on the guy who does it, right? He's, you know, that's, I mean, but because, but we just don't have that. So if you, you know, it just seems like, okay, you either have to break down and do this and do all of these things correctly and do exactly what everyone's looking for and look like, okay, they want us to shoot potatoes. So now I've yeah. got to find like my that video got 10, 10 million views because I was shooting potatoes. Now I have to find out a, a different twist on the potato to make a bit that would for me as a, as someone who's actually creative, that would drive me crazy. Yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah, I don't, I wouldn't be I able don't to shoot do this one particular thing. I just like to shoot a lot of junk, you know, mm -hmm. different different items, not just to shoot them but i like to see how it reacts to mm -hmm. the bullets that i'm shooting at them that the rounds i'm shooting at them mm -hmm. you know like i did one video one time before based off of like you know home invasion type scenario so i mm -hmm. set up a washer and a dryer and i shot different calibers you know the most common calibers you would find that maybe a criminal would have could mm -hmm. you hide behind your washer and dryer and stay safe if if somebody broke mm -hmm. into your house and i shot these calibers at them mm -hmm. and i seen what what they did you're going down it, a it mental path to discover something yeah, yeah. right now so it, it, it might accidentally be popular but but right. so let's say that you did that video and it got a 10 million views would you mm -hmm. would you do that same thing or a similar thing from then on no i just basically i do it to have fun you know mm -hmm. and to figure things out mm -hmm. you know and if somebody else can learn something from it too that's great you know or if somebody else gets a kick out of it smiles from it laughs from it whatever you know mm -hmm. that's that's what i'm that's what i'm doing it for you know i mean i don't always think that way on a day-to-day -day basis so that's not going to be the thing that i'm doing every day day to day mm -hmm. you know so because like you said it uh, it will get monotonous you mm -hmm. know for sure um, mm -hmm. I, do you have your email open right now? Can Who, you me? Your email? 
Yeah, oh, I just meant to me reply email? to your email that you sent me. I mm-hmm. just wanted to show you the most promiscuous picture I have on the oh, internet. Oh Lord, uh, <laughs> I don't even. I don't want to open my. Don't, don't open it. I don't want to open it now. <laughs> Jeez, and it was from one of those okay. videos that I got it very slowly. My hand. Oh. oh my Lord! Can I share this with the people? Yeah, yeah, it's a it's a thumbnail up on you know, yeah. One Mr. Bighead is never going to come on the show ever again. After I put this up. <laughs> yeah, go ahead. No, cover your eyes. Cover your eyes. There we go. Oh, oh that's boy. nice. <laughs> How bulletproof is a diaper? How many How, diapers? Yeah. Yes, but you got a. Yeah. We'll you got a light a wrapped on a banana there. Oh, this yeah. is I don't know how I actually unsee <laughs> that nonsense. <laughs> tell me tell me you got some good views out of that one though, because that's awesome. Uh, yeah. I mean I, I don't remember how many views I got out of that one actually. I would um, totally watch it. Yeah. Uh Gun Doctor TV says that's my next video, Speedo and Lab Coat. There you go. Yeah. See, I'm giving people ideas. See, that's what I like to do. Give people ideas. Yeah. Very nice. Uh, uh, Kevin Sazarez, if I'm sure, I'm sure I'm saying it wrong, says, I agree, Heck. That's why I subscribe and enjoy watching your production. And you know what the truth is? My production has actually gotten worse over time because uh, there's, like, I've realized, like, doing, I used to do bigger production stuff when I first started. I had more expensive cameras. I put out more cameras, did more angles, you know, put like music. I would sometimes make like because uh, I like making music, even though I can't play music. Right. Um, I could kind of like engineer the music and, you know, I've got the software for doing all of that. Right. Um, and I would do all that stuff. And it was like totally, totally a waste of time. <laughs> but I still try to put some kind of uh, production into what we uh into what we're doing here so here's the thing i was really trying to get out of you guys tpc oh no that's not that's not okay uh, so i did get a, a fair amount of views on that video i got what you get 1669 vi- uh, views on it okay there you go yeah. so uh, you you all should right. do all your videos in that freaking diaper from now on <laughs> people just want to yeah. see you clamp your light on your banana is all yeah, yeah. i mean that's it. you know <laughs> Uh, and shooting gallery and he said and this is how hank gets a virus (laughs) (laughs) the juice said wtf (laughs) he says i just got here wtf (laughs) tuned in at the right time Uh, some of the videos that i make that i find like i'm like yes that's probably one of my best videos that i like i enjoyed making that video don't have nowhere they, they they have the worst amount of views yeah yes yeah. the mm-hmm. more work and i was talking to tactical toolbox about this i'm like oh yeah dude the more work i put into a video if i spend a lot of time editing a video it's going to be so disappointing when i get the views i'll think this is incredible this is a masterpiece mm-hmm. and then i'll do a short with a cell phone real quick and then it Boom, really takes well. off yeah that's just and that's one of those audience things i think if there's nothing in the way of what you're doing right mm-hmm. that just comes down to maybe the audience is that way i guess it's so the whole theme of this conversation is the shorts on youtube being so popular and maybe the youtube audience is changing and mm. and their kids so I'll, I'll tell you so when i i didn't want to do the shorts thing at all but then I noticed this thing happening. I'm like, okay, so I could either let the channel just like, you know, fall into a crevice here 
and and whittle away to nothing or I could try to be deliberate about it and do something so I started making shorts and I figured the easiest way I'll go for I'll t I'll pull stuff out of the podcast that's here mm -hmm. on a separate channel and throw it up there this is the first time in a long time that my kids are telling me that them and their friends have seen my videos yes mm -hmm. It's so I, weird. <laughs> I, have a, I have a great example of that. So mm -hmm. I did an armor test. It was a really good one. It was a level four armor plate. Mm -hmm. I end up I end up smacking it with a 50 BMG API in the end. Mm -hmm. So I made a full length video. I think it's around mm -hmm. 14 minutes long. Views mm -hmm. are not great, but whatever. Mm -hmm. And then what I did was I took that video, chopped it up, and made it into like a 50 second video shorts. Mm -hmm. And that video has millions of views. So then people were commenting like, oh, thank you so much for not doing a stretched out armor video. I'm like, well, you don't want to see my full video then. Right. <laughs> <laughs> but it's truly reaching a different audience. And people are so thankful that I, I'm like, all right, AR-15, boom, AK-47, boom. And yeah. like that's how fast paced the video is. So this is what I'm saying. What should we do? It, it, at the end of the day, if the algorithm, like YouTube, it's, it is their own company, which is what a lot of people say. They could do mm -hmm. whatever they want to. They want to compete mm -hmm. with TikTok. TikTok is the big thing. TikTok is so powerful, TikTok took down a government. Do you realize that? Has anyone talked about, the, about, the, about that, that TikTok literally took down the Trump administration? Does anyone realize that even happened? You guys don't you guys don't realize that. Remember Trump was trying to block TikTok? Yep. Yeah. I'm pretty sure that's why we don't see Trump anymore. <laughs> because <laughs> seriously, there was so much money and everything involved in it. They're like, "Oh, so you really going to you really going to try to go for us?" I'm just messing around, but there's there's something to that. To think you that You the wrong talk. Yeah, exactly. TikTok is still here. Trump's not here. Yeah, we, we jazz hands on that one. Jazz hands on that one. Um, so, <laughs> it was corny, but yeah. Uh, but really, seriously, Trump's not here. TikTok is here. They tr they try to ban TikTok because TikTok was spying on people and all that. And the whole world, including politicians in America, were like, no, let's leave it alone. They don't care if they're spying or yeah. doing whatever so TikTok is still here and it's so powerful that YouTube is switching over to trying to like compete with it ultimately we can't do anything about that if the audience is changing um, on this platform on YouTube what do you think we're like where should we go with this you know what should we do to be honest, um, I feel like the audience is changing, but I don't know if it necessarily means they're taking. We still have the same audience, too. Mm -hmm. So what I do right now, because I know my shorts blow my regular videos away. So mm -hmm. I do one well-edited intentional mm -hmm. video a week, and mm -hmm. I put a lot of time and effort into that video. And then mm -hmm. I do about two shorts a week to fill in, too, in the off time. Mm -hmm. So every two to three days, I post a short video. Then every then once will be a nice edited video. So I'm oh, okay. kind of reaching two audiences at that point. If mm -hmm. the people that want to come to my channel to see the shorts, they can see it. I'll be posting a couple a week. And those mm -hmm. that want to see my the editing that I put a lot of work into, mm -hmm. then they can see that too. Yeah. And some want to see both. So It's a weird thing because I don't know what kids... So like, for example, I said that my kids and their friends saw it. They don't buy shit. Yep. What do they buy? My kids don't even buy food. <laughs> right they don't True. buy food 
Yeah, they won't. They, they, these are like my my kids are 21 and 22 years old. Okay, most of the time they live here. One is getting ready to live and go live in Orlando, because um, he's going to UCF. He was going to like a community college here. The other one was living in Tallahassee because he was going to FSU, but you know he was here with everything going on, and they have jobs and they have cars. They're not coming home going. You know what? I think I'm going to stop and get some groceries for the house. These are not people buying it. I, maybe maybe they're spending money on video games. <laughs> no. Yeah. So what is the platform for the grown-ups like us that 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 we want to watch? This is what I'm trying to find out. Should we just go to a different place? Is there a place where there's that audience we're looking for, or? Do, like what do we do do we try to figure out how to survive like what I, I see what you're saying like put out a couple of shorts then good video a couple of shorts good video yep. is that the only way you think to do this right now and i'll tell you what i sorry i don't know if i was on mute um i i did tiktok for a while too i still do i'm just afraid to post anything because i got the really bad warning from them now so I'm pretty sure they'll completely oh. destroy my account if I get one more. So, but. okay. So TikTok, I, that was going to be my next question. I don't know. Cause I know that shooting gallery, New England does stuff on TikTok, but TikTok you're saying is even more anti-gun, right? Oh, it's horrible. I mean, it's mm -hmm. about 90% of my content's taken down for illegal activity. Even after disputing mm -hmm. it, they say it's been manually confirmed that what I'm doing is illegal. Yeah. Maybe in China. Yes, that's what I was going to say to you. Remember, yeah. you know, they don't want like if if TikTok is owned by China, why would they mm -hmm. want us showing the Chinese people how awesome guns are and how much freedom oh, we yeah. have? Oh, yeah. Especially that's seeing true. as how they the Chinese people were just protesting for that before the pandemic, you know? Mm. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. I mean, they're they're taking down all the time. I have twenty one thousand subscribers on TikTok, and the gun content was so like I'm not sure if it's controversial, but it just blew up. I started it last summer, and um, I took those TikTok videos and then brought them to over YouTube YouTube mm. Shorts. So I already had okay. Them so that just wind up being better. So what about yeah. on Instagram? Does any of that kind of short stuff? Because I know Instagram's also trying to compete. The reels seem to be. They've gotten some attention to my channel, but I or feed whatever you call Instagram. Mm -hmm. Man, I can't get any growth on Instagram. It's so hard. Yeah, that's um, pretty dead. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Listen, before Lola starts telling me, starts complaining to me, what would you guys like to talk about? I know uh, on on uh, Gorillas and Guns on Facebook, on your group on Facebook, Gorillas and Guns, mm -hmm. which you guys need to go to. Uh, I, I I threatened Scott that we were going to talk about NFTs. You guys want to? Yeah. Are you guys NFT experts by now? I have watched a couple of YouTube videos since you mentioned that. So, yes. I haven't had time to look at any of it. You know, <laughs> I did my 9 to 5. And so, also, yes. Work, you know, I was, I was at work. And, uh, oh, just say know, yes, God. <laughs> just say yes. Yeah. So, but but uh -huh. I, I did read a small little excerpt here on, on the yeah. internet, here, you know, so, on the interwebs. Let's do a uh, survey. So I, I know what it is. Yeah, let's do a survey. Let's do a survey before we talk about it. Other than that, we'll let uh, Mr. Big Kid tell us what we're going to talk about. But we'll do a survey first. <laughs> and then we'll all come up with something that you want to talk about, Scott. Um, who in the audience right now, all of you people should be smashing the thumbs ups. Who in the audience knows what an NFT is? And go. Don't Google it. Don't Google it. Tell us, do you know what an NFT is? You could either put no or yes. If you know what it is, tell us. 
Um, and Gun Doctor TV says he's into NFTs. He might not know what it is. Yeah, he's from Kentucky. He could believe that that's anything. Let me uh, preface that by saying. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I've yeah. I've re- I've done two videos on N- NFTs now, <laughs> really good in depth videos, mm-hmm. and I still don't know what the heck they are. Mm. <laughs> I'm kidding. I do know what they are now. I just don't really understand right. how it's. Uh, um, yeah. Kev- Kevin Sazaraz says yes. Aspect Warrior says yes. He's a creative guy. Uh, mm. Vanessa Kitty says probably for good reason. I don't know what that means. <laughs> 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 Who knows what NFTs are? Come on, let's see. Um, Oh, she says yes. Uh, and know what an NFT is. There you go. CB says no. So let's see. Okay. Uh, Kevin Sazara says it's like a baseball card you get money for. There you go. I could, I could see that in an abstract yeah. way. Yeah. Um, yeah. That's that's kind of where <laughs> that's kind of where it is. So yeah. So, uh, Richard Mondo is saying it's like the a- AFT. <laughs> is it like the AFT? No. <laughs> the AFT should be an NFT. <laughs> if, that makes, yep. if that makes any Agreed. sense. So without, I'm not going to Google anything and throw it up here. Okay. Who wants to explain what it is? Should we go, Scott, Gorillas and Guns, you know, what does it mean? That much you uh, looked up already. What does it mean? Yeah. Let me, let me get back. To oh, that wait, story. you got to go look it up again. Okay, yeah, I well, lost the page. Oh. <laughs> They're non-fungible tokens. There you yeah. go. Look at you. And yeah, yeah, fungible. What the hell is fungible? Yeah, no fungus on your tokens. Yes. So they are not. So NFT is a non-fungible token. I'm trying to educate you guys, so the, the audience. Does that mean out there I need to get that little? Um, what do they call that stuff? Tough actins and actin. Uh, you know, for that freaking diaper you're wearing, I would definitely, I would definitely sprinkle some of that in there. Um, so listen, non-fungible tokens. So non, so what's non-fungible? So what? So if we want to break it down real quick, and I'm just, I looked at a couple of videos today. Okay, Mr. Big Kid looked at a couple of videos right now. Gorillas and Guns is researching it. K&M Arms mm-hmm. says no. So we'll break it down to you old fogies out there. Um, so so what's fungible, right? Fungible means something that you could trade for another thing. So, for example, the dollar is fungible. You could take the dollar and you could change it for, you know, uh, four quarters, you know, or you could exchange it for a Coca-Cola or whatever. That's mm-hmm. fungible. You know, you could you could change this thing in, in into another thing. So non fungible means you cannot change it. Yeah, you know? it says that these non fungible tokens are assets that delegate ownership of a virtual item, like a picture, tweet, or video. Yeah, so that's what's been happening with NFTs. It's basically people taking. Not, I, I'm not going to say just art, but taking um, art, which could be photographs or. Um, like a, I think a tweet, there was a tweet that sold for, what was that? A couple million dollars or something. Um, the, uh, NBA right now is selling, uh, slam dunk videos or videos of, from, ba- from basketball games of cool stuff happening and they're selling it. So, so therefore someone owns it. So they take something that, uh, they take some form of art, right? Maybe a picture of something. And then they go, okay, this thing here, I certify that uh, this is an original 
and they're putting a, a non-fungible attaching a non-fungible token to that so that it could be sold and then there's people buying it and some people have spent millions of dollars hundreds of thousands of dollars on things i think there was some guy that spent like three hundred thousand dollars buying uh nba video clip and, and all that kind of stuff but it's kind of working on the same principle as uh bitcoin yes you know which is my understanding and so the same things that are securing and verifying bitcoin are securing and verifying that so in other yeah. words if you have a picture let's say i take a picture of something or let's say my logo that's right here on the screen i take a picture of that and i register this somewhere and it gets attached to this non-fungible token and then i put it up there for sale and asper warrior he buys it you know he spends a hundred bucks on it let's say so now, now he's the owner of that, right? And he could go around and he could brag like, yeah, I own this thing. You know, it's it's all, it's it's really just a digital thing, really. I think some of these are somehow coming out into the real world and there's physical things that you could get. But he now can can go ahead and actually sell that onto someone else for a thousand bucks. And so when I set it up, I could set it up where when he sells it, I get 10% of whatever he sells it for. You know, okay, because it's still it's still connect like forever. It's connected that I'm the person who originally created it. So um, CB says it's like a certificate of authenticity, which is verified by the same blockchain that is verifying mm -hmm. Bitcoin, Ethereum. Most of these non fungible tokens, I think, are connected to Ethereum. Yeah. Um, you know, Vanessa Kitty says unique digital ID tagging. And Asper Warrior says, I ain't spending a hundred bucks. Are you kidding me? Really? <laughs> well, hey, there, I thought there we were cool, somebody, man. <laughs> right? There was somebody who bought this uh, digital artwork for $69 million back in June on the NFT. Yes. Yeah. 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 And Kevin Sazara says, Tom, Tom McDonald paid, what is that, $100,000 for a beat by Eminem? Um, Vanessa Ketty says, are NFTs Ponzi schemes? Um, I don't know. But listen, I wanted to bring this whole thing up because it is a thing in, in, in popular culture right now that's growing. And there's lots of people that have opinions of it um, on either side. Like my son, when I was looking at the videos today, uh, before he went to work, he was saying, you know, I hope you're not going to do that because people are just taking people's art. There's people just going through the internet and finding all kinds of different images and just registering it on these things. And then, but it doesn't even belong to them. Um, and I said, well, you know, I don't know if I'm going to do it or not, but how can I, how, how would me not participating in that stop that? If people are doing it, they're doing it. Right. If I participate in it, at least I could go, hey, I, you know, I am the original person who created this and I can establish that I did it because I think, if you look at Rolexes, there's lots of people faking Rolexes out there because they oh, have yeah. value, right? Um, and the ro and the fakes nowadays is like ridiculously good. So Rolex has to do things to certain mm -hmm. to um, to hold on to that, right? To not lose their value. Same thing with uh, Supreme, for example. Most people you see rocking a Supreme T-shirt or something that's fake. You know, just because it's so expensive and difficult to get it. So. Mm -hmm. It's one of these things. I think it's a. I think it would be an interesting thought experiment for us uh, 
to talk about that and see what you guys think about it. Um, are you guys even into uh, Bitcoin or what they call cryptocurrencies? No, I'm trying I to get in on that Tusk thing, but I haven't mm -hmm. made the plunge yet. Okay. Yeah, go ahead. I, I rode the uh, Doge wave. Oh, you then, did? Um, okay. Yeah, I, man, I actually bought a whole bunch a long time ago, and mm -hmm. of course, okay, so you're you know, a Doge, you're a Doge billionaire. Uh, I wish, uh, I wish. I made a couple thousand real mm -hmm. like overnight, which was kind of cool, and then mm -hmm. um, I sold it, so I could have made out. more. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So what about Tusk that um, that guns, the uh, gorillas and guns is talking about? You ever heard of that? I have heard of it. I think mm -hmm. I might have heard of it from you or mm -hmm. um, somebody. Like it's like a, a gun related crypto, mm -hmm. I guess. Um, you could, I think Kinda. you could say yes. I think you Kinda. could say that. Yeah. I, I definitely. So so Tux, Tusk sponsors the podcast, and we talk about them. Uh, but Rob McNeely, one of the founders of Tusk, was at the IV eighty eight um, event that we most of us I think I can't remember if Guns and uh, Gorillas and Guns was there. Were you there? No, I didn't no. make it. Yeah. So Rob McNeely was there, and he was going around, and maybe you heard him talk about it. And okay. um, it is uh, – it's not specifically just for gun stuff, but no. it's – but right now what they're doing is saying that um, they, they believe in the Constitution, they believe in the Second Amendment, they believe in guns, and right now what's happening a lot to us – I don't know if it's happened to either one of you guys – PayPal, for example, is banning us for life. I've been banned. Lola's been banned. Lots of guys I know have been banned for mm -hmm. life just because we're gun guys from using PayPal. Wow. So this is a thing that um, they're developing with the hopes, not of it becoming, you know, like how Doge all of a sudden blew up and has this great value or Bitcoin just blows up and has this value. But it's something that as a crypto we can use it in order to buy things so people can't block us from buying things. Right. And they seem to be more community-based, too, from what I understand. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so I think, one, I think we need to think about things like this, right? Decentralized things. And the reason why we need to think about it is because people are already attempting to use money and finances to block us there have been several programs already in the past us talking about youtube youtube and facebook and all these places are blocking us so that we cannot be successful doing it i mean why is everyone else in the world on facebook or youtube why is every other company every other person on there so that they can get their name out there build a brand make some money but when when they're actively working against you then you, it's obvious here that you have to figure out a way to have um, some way of trading with each other, buying and selling things, because this is the first place that you could block those things, right? So, um, you know, I think it's going to be something that's going to become in incredibly important for a lot of us going forward, because using that, we are able to do something. That's See, they don't really have to go after the Constitution. If the banks, if banks refuse to do our transactions, then we really can't buy anything unless we do it in person. Right. But how many of us are doing it in person? And um, there's a lot of things like, uh, well, do you do everything in person? You don't buy anything online? I buy some stuff online, but when it comes to my firearms related stuff, I like to do that in person. So what do you as buy online? As possible. Huh? What do you buy online? 
garbage, really. <laughs> mm-hmm. I buy little trinkets and things. I mean, okay. I'll get some 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 gun stuff uh, online. I'll get some like I bought some uh, crush washers and stuff mm-hmm. like that. You know, but I buy them in like bulk packages and stuff online. Okay. Yeah. I just, so you, you're you really one of those super paranoid gun, gun guys. You don't buy any gun stuff online. You don't want to be tracked by the government. Um. Well, I did just recently purchase the um psa tyranny 15 lower but that's the first actual (laughs) yeah that's the first actual like firearm Mm -hmm. i've purchased online well well except for that bear creek arsenal upper i purchased so that was my actually that was my first so that was probably something that you really couldn't get anywhere else unless you could go into south carolina to the to the state store and buy it okay Right. Which, oh. I mean, that's only eight hours away, so I would have made that ride. <laughs> <laughs> what about you? What about you, Steve? Do you buy your stuff online? Not at all? Half and half? I have a really good, healthy mix, I think. I have a lot of, like, sportsman's warehouses. Um, I have a gun range that I love that's right adjacent to the corner of where I live. So um, they let me shoot there a lot for free and stuff. Mm-hmm. So I try to give them my business when I can. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I do buy a lot of things online if I can't get it locally, though. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And yep. See, I, I also like to support the local guys, you know what I mean, the local businesses. That's why I like to buy a lot of stuff in person. You know, plus I'm yep. the kind of guy like, you know, I like that instant gratification. I want it now. If I see it and I want to buy it and I got the money for it, I can just get it, you know what I mean, and have it in mm-hmm. my hands right away. Yeah. I don't like waiting I'm the for same it. way too. Yeah. No, I understand that. I'm I'm like that too. Or sometimes, you know, you're just doing let's say gun stuff, you're you're building something and you don't have that part, but you're like you're you're in the groove of building, you know, you don't want to order something and wait 48 hours right. before it gets yeah. to you. So you want to go out to the gun store and pick it up. Mm-hmm. But here's the here's the thing to consider, you know, with PayPal, when PayPal came down on us and, and banned us, we didn't buy a gun or anything like that online with PayPal. Right. I'm not sure if you can do that or not. Basically, what happened is there's a, there's a company that sponsors us, and they make Kydex holsters, which are not guns, and they try to you know uh, give us that sponsorship money through PayPal, and that's why they banned me, right? And it's mm-hmm. so the, so the problem here is not that PayPal says, hey, we don't like that. That's a gun accessory. We're not going to allow that mm-hmm. to go through. You could do anything else you want. No, they said you are banned for life. Which basically yep. means lots of times people say to me, oh, Hank, you know, I could PayPal you this thing or I could do that. And I, and I go, uh, I don't want to tell you because ba- PayPal basically froze my account and banned me for life. Yeah. You know, so that's the situation we're facing. So even if you don't buy gun parts online and you're that person who doesn't do it, uh, it's not going to end with PayPal. They should not right. be allowed to do something like that in the first place. Mm-hmm. Right. Right. But no one's no one's investigating that. There's no Republican. Mm -hmm. There's no Democrat that cares about that. Um, It's only a matter of time before other banks and things like that, which is I'm I'm sure you have some kind of credit card or debit card or something like that before they start those same practices and Mm -hmm. go, oh, because you did this, we're not going to allow you to do anything with us, because that's essentially what PayPal said. Yeah, Bank of America has already come out and said that they would like to stop their customers mm-hmm. or people who bank with them from purchasing firearms with mm-hmm. their credit cards or their debit cards. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah. Yep. I think it's something we have to. Um, I think it's something we have to worry about. Um, I've told this story before. Um, so, Andrew's custom leather that makes leather holsters. His um, he's been doing it for forty years, and he's had mm -hmm. the same bank account for forty years. One day he didn't realize this because he was getting in orders and everything. You know, um, his his bank account was frozen. He didn't realize it until bills weren't getting paid. And then he's like, oh, there's something up with my bank account. How could that possibly be? And when he spoke to them, they said, well, someone here at the bank realized that you make leather holsters. And they were wondering, where do you get these leathers from? Are these illegal leathers? We don't know. So we froze everything. Huh. Right? That happened. That's a true story. Mm. Okay? Yeah, that's messed up. <laughs> so, <laughs> and, his, and his response to that is, I don't make the leather. <laughs> I don't go to another country and and take down, you know, that animal and take its hide and, and bring it over here. It comes in through other companies that are regulated by the government. And mm -hmm. I purchase from them. So what the hell are you doing? This is not even in your scope to do this at all, right? Right. So, yeah. Um, they didn't unfreeze his stuff until he got a lawyer and all that, and it was a long time. He got a whole new... He left that bank and did a whole new thing. More of that is coming. I, I think we're going to see more of that instead of less of that. Mm -hmm. And yeah, I, think I think a lot so. of... Yeah, I think a lot of these companies are going to realize this is how we cut these guys off. So that's why um, when, you know, when Rob from Tusk came to me and said, hey... I have this idea. I need. I think this is something that's going to be really important for the firearms industry. The problem is, how do we talk to the? How do we get through to the companies? How do we get through to the people? How do we get people involved in looking at this? Because mm -hmm. if we don't do it now, when all of this really starts hitting us, it's going to be too late for us to actively uh, do anything about it. So, um, so. This is why I think something like Tusk or, for that matter, uh, Bitcoin, crypto, however you guys want to look at it, you know, is very, very important. And recently, um, there's been some buzz on YouTube about Elon Musk because there was a like a some some kind of a live video like this that he did that I think he had the guy from. There was two. There was like it was four people. It was Elon Musk, the guy who uh, owns um, Twitter. And two other people. One of them, I know she's a financial advisor. I don't know who the other guy was. And he and Musk was talking about this kind of stuff. And he said that, you know, decentralized. Um, I don't know. I don't want to. I want. I don't want to put them as currencies, right? Because something I was looking at said like we think it's a cryptocurrency. That's what we all call um, things like Dogecoin or yeah. Bitcoin. We call it currency. It's actually not a currency. Because if it was a currency like the dollar, you could take the dollar to another country or whatever and exchange it, right? And the and the governments of countries recognize it as such, that it is currency. If you come to America with the pound sterling, you can exchange it and get, you know, this many dollars for it or whatever. But the thing with the cryptos is that all governments, including the American governments, look at cryptos as investments. So they're not they're not technically a currency. So um, 
Oh, by the way, uh, shout out to Smash Time. He gave us uh, he gave us five dollars and fifty six cents. Five five six. Money, money, oh, yeah. money, money. Nice. Yeah. Smash Time. Yeah, I know you've been on, on uh, Smash Time show. So He's anyway, cool dude. yeah, he is. He is. So Musk was saying that this kind of stuff is really important. Um, what do you guys What do you guys think about it? Are you like not thinking about it? You, you know. I haven't really thought about it as like in regards to my future, I guess, but I can see why that would be important to get away from a decentralized mm-hmm. type currency, you know? Yeah, so, absolutely. Yeah. No, I think not just as uh not just for gut for the gun world. Mm-hmm. Right. For a yeah. lot of things. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Uh, the way I look at it is yes, it's currency because if you can buy something with it, it's currency, not just mm-hmm. an investment. It's currency. Mm, yeah i mean i guess it's how it's how you want to look at it you know but a currency a currency is always something backed by the government and it's not and yeah so there's a lot of people when we talk about crypto like i see asper warrior says i'm confused by crypto i probably need to buy some and learn it that way and i agree with that i'm not a crypto expert the only crypto that i hold i hold tusk and there's um I actually started something so that so like if you want to trade these things, you know, you have to there's certain platforms you need to be on to trade them. And I think one of the popular platforms is Coinbase. And when I signed up for that, they gave me uh, five bucks worth of uh, of, um, of Bitcoin. <laughs> <laughs> they it's such a small fraction. Yeah, it's like a little tiny. <laughs> it's like a little tiny. It's point zero 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 something of a but Bitcoin. You now have the bragging rights to say you're a Bitcoin owner. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I have a lot of Tusk. Actually, I have a lot of Tusk. Um, nice. Right. On. Because they literally pay us in Tusk. That's how they sponsor us here on the show, and they pay us in Tusk or whatever. So that'll either be something awesome or nothing at all. We'll see how um, that all plays out. But go ahead. What are you going to ask me? Um, YNH said that I need to put an NFT on that clip. The money, 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 money clip. Yeah, too late for that, man. See, see yeah, Hank have. owns that. But see, yeah, I, I guess maybe have. I can collect some royalties off of it. Um, sure. Yeah, you know, <laughs> YNH is going to be from that forever blocked from now on, I guess. No. <laughs> I'll tell you what, man. I'll tell you what. Listen, that's, you're, you're bringing up a good point. Here's what I will do, Gorillas and Guns. You go sign up and create a Tusk wallet, and I'll put some money in there for you. Oh, right on! I'll hit you up I, with some. I'll hit you up with some Tusk, man. Yeah. Sweet. So, what wallet do you need for Tusk? So, if if anyone's interested in signing up for Tusk, just Google Tusk Crypto. So if you if you Google that, you'll see the the uh, page for Tusk, and you can go there, and it'll walk you through it. There's some specific instructions that I think you want to follow, and um, so you know you're gonna get a bunch of keys because that's how you secure this through the you know these keys that you get. So there's a specific mm-hmm. way that you need to do this sign up, and you need to make sure that you make copies of these keys both digitally and. Um, like what they call cold storage, basically printed on a piece of paper or something, laminated if you have to, because if you lose that, <laughs> you have no access to whatever Tusk it is that you have. Right, so okay. this is the one, uh, hmm. tusknetwork.network, is that it? Uh, yeah, that would be it, yeah. And don't, um, don't you have to be on Discord or something too? No, you don't have no. to be. 
Okay. I think if you if you wanted to learn more, you can learn more through um, through Discord and different places that they're on, and you can ask questions and things like that. Um, but you know, if you guys have if you guys have any kind of uh, problems, and here I'll I'll share it on the screen. So you see this one here, um, Tusk.network. That's where you need to go. And then when you go in there, it'll it'll walk you through like how to create a, an account, how to buy Tusk, all of that. And basically, you need to follow those instructions. I've been asking them to do more clear instructions for old school dudes like us, dinosaurs and cavemen. Um, <laughs> you know, but basically, just follow the instructions there, right? And create your wallet and make sure that you keep hard copies of what your keys are. Just in case if something happened or whatever, your computer dies, don't, you don't want to keep that just on a computer. Right. You, know, you want to have a couple of different, you want to have it digitally so you can copy and paste it when you're doing things and it's easy enough, but you don't want to completely lose that. There's folks who are actually multi-millionaires with Bitcoin, but they can't mm -hmm. get their money because they don't have those keys. Yeah, and it looks like there's what three keys that you have to, mm -hmm. yeah, put up there too. Yeah, because yeah. I'm at, I'm at the page to create a, an account yeah. right now. But there. once you did that, it's as easy as this in terms of sending money. So like, so my thing is Hank Strange. So if you wanted to send Tusk to me, you would go there and say, okay, I want to send, and I want to send it to Hank Strange, and you could send whatever if you're signed into your wallet. Or if you create a thing and whatever it is, you tell me, hey, Hank, this is my thing, then um, I'll be able to send it to you. And here's a guy who knows a lot about this, John Crump. He just gave us a couple of bucks. Money, 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 money. Nice. <laughs> he says, call me tonight and give Matthew a shout out. <laughs> uh, shout out to Matthew. Shout out to Matthew. Um, um, and then Lu LV Louis Cipher says there's no such thing as a crypto locksmith. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so I think it is a good way to learn, like Asper Warrior is saying, like, get into this. You don't have to put all your money into it. You can, I'm going to tell you something right now. You could put a hundred bucks into Tusk and you'll be like a Tusk millionaire kind of, mm. you know, it's, it's, in, it's, uh, incredibly, uh, it's a fraction of a fraction, um, of a penny at this point. And I don't really think it's about it getting big. Go ahead. I think you want to ask me something. No, I was I was about to say, um, when I originally got into Dogecoin, it mm -hmm. was like two or three years ago. Mm -hmm. It was worth like point zero 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 two cents. Damn. And it was boring. It didn't move. It mm -hmm. it just stayed there. So I got rid of it because I wanted some action. Mm -hmm. And um yeah, now it's I mean, what did it hit? Almost fifty five cents. Yeah, that's crazy. I think that's crazy, yeah. yeah. Damn, yeah. dude. <laughs> I know. I had I had probably like a I don't million, even want to think of yeah. <laughs> like I I would have been able to cash out hard on that. But yeah, you would have been Mr. Beast in the gun world for reals. <laughs> That's right. Like, and you get a fifty. <laughs> you get a fifty. <laughs> Everybody, get, everyone who walks into this gun store right now gets whatever gun they. <laughs> exactly. Can you imagine if Mr. Everybody. Beast came into the gun circle. world? Huh? <laughs> I said if you can put it inside this circle. <laughs> oh, yeah. I don't know if we're. I don't think we're ever going to see those videos, but it'll be it'll be amazing. Um, yeah. So uh, DLD after uh, after dark says talk to Crumpy about Tusk. Yeah, he knows he knows and understands it. But I've been learning about it just by 
like figuring out how to create my own wallet and then and then doing things and you know so right now if you want to send something to someone you could send it that way but they're they're working on it and pretty soon um we're going to be able to do more things so you'll be able to buy and sell stuff there are places that are signing up so um uh, i know they're working on i think a lower that we will actually be able to use tusk and buy that lower um hmm. and there's other people that will be coming on board so we can buy gun hmm. stuff using tusk you know so that's uh, cool. I, I think we're going to see a lot of that stuff by the end of the year. So um, that's really the thing about it. And to to not just make the whole show about this thing, I think that the NFTs, we need to think about that also and look at it. Uh, and this aspect is what I was thinking about it. Um, oh, John Crump says, Shh, I'm not supposed to talk about some things. Um, <laughs> I'm not giving anything away. I'm not giving anything away. Um, I think we should think about all these things as well, right? Because we need to stay at least looking at what's the future of things. We need to stay with that, especially us. I think everyone should be doing that no matter what they're doing. But especially us, we should be looking at that because other, otherwise one day we are going to find ourselves extinct. You know, it's going to happen en masse. It just happens to, like now in our world, every now and then we find out, oh, this guy got completely demonetized. Oh, they just completely deleted this guy's channel. One day we're going to, I mean, right now we're living in an America where all the major uh, social media platforms have for life banned a president of the United States of America. Mm -hmm. And true. if that doesn't scare the shit out of you... <laughs> I don't know what I don't know. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Well, so, especially when that's the major source of information that people get. You know what they see on yeah. Facebook, what they see on Instagram. So. Yeah. And think about this: when they when they banned him on Twitter, for example, um, he was about to hit a hundred million people following him on Twitter. Yeah. Yeah, he's banned by every platform for life. Yeah. It is ridiculous. It's absolutely yeah. ridiculous. You know, and and the thing is, is I seen an article the other day too. Speaking of Trump, that mm -hmm. the Democrats are trying to come up with a bill to keep him from being Speaker of the Senate or House or something like that. If if he decided to become a senator or a congressman or some <laughs> shit like that, I was just like, okay. So that right there, with everything they've done since he announced his run for president back in 2016 and um, made the GOP nomination, they're afraid of him. Why are they afraid of him? And by them doing these things, they're just putting it out there more and more that they have something to fear from this man. Mm -hmm. I think it's what I just said, right? I mean, he had the ear mm -hmm. of a lot of people in America, right? people who didn't agree with him even, were listening mm -hmm. to what he had to say, right? And I think that's scary, but that's... I don't really worry about Trump too much, right? Trump is genuinely a billionaire. He's been the president. He's going to get a presidential library. He's getting security, uh, like uh, Secret Service for the rest of his life and his family, mm -hmm. all that. I don't wish him bad. I, I personally, you know, I voted for him both times. I, I like him. You know, there's some things he did that I that I think was detrimental to us in the, in the mm -hmm. gun community. I don't care about him. I care about like gorillas and guns. I care about Mr. Big Kid. I care about the yep. people out there, about myself. Like they're worried about that guy. Collectively, 
um, we have that same kind of influence. And they're also doing the same thing to us. They're also right. taking our voice away because we're, we're doing things and making people, for example, interested in gun stuff. You know? And we are going to wake up one day and they're going to go, nope. None of this is, none of this is allowed. You yep. know? And the thing that I wonder is, are we just going to all go peacefully into that, you know, cold, dark night? You know, and I'm not talking about like we're going to go get our guns and do something about it. I'm talking about are we not going to do anything about this before it happens? Are we not going to try to set up our own ecosystem and have our own ways and get together and go, look, we're going to go on this platform and everyone doesn't have to do it, but most of us are going to put our videos over here. We're going to encourage our audience to go there. We're going to encourage the companies we're dealing with to go there and, and give advertising money. And that's going to help all of us, you know, yep. but we're, we'll find a platform that it's going to be very difficult, if not impossible for them to take down. I'm encouraging everybody to go to Firearm Fanatic. Oh, OK. Mm -hmm. uh, why is that? I know I see him in the ch I see him in the chat. Yeah. It's a yeah. good platform. I mean, and it's run by good people, you know, mm -hmm. who don't want to block anybody from saying what they have to say. Mm -hmm. So, you know, I mean, it, it's it's a place to go where you can be yourself and mm -hmm. have other people around you of like mind and not mm -hmm. feel like you're getting censored for anything. Mm -hmm. Okay. So let's say we take – so what kind of platform is it? Uh, it's it's pretty similar, like uh, set up kind of like uh, Facebook, mm -hmm. you know. Okay. You know, um, they're they're. I mean, it's still a small platform, and right. they're working on building mm -hmm. it and making it better, and it's getting better all the time. You know, mm -hmm. so um, yeah, I mean, you can share. So those, your I know, the, the, I know, the Fanatic brothers have told me about this, so they're kind of like the, uh, you know, developers or something, right? Yes. Yep. Okay. Yep. Nate and Lee. Yeah, yeah, they're a couple of great guys, man. You know. Um, Mm -hmm. I mean, I can't say nothing. Not enough good things yeah. about them. Firearm um, Fanatic says the check is in the mail, man. No, he says thank you. <laughs> <laughs> well, we we need to do something like that, right? We yeah. need to somehow right. sit down and figure out like who the people. And I don't, you know, I don't think I'm not saying everyone should go start a platform. I'm saying right. what we should do is find stuff that already exists and go. Okay, these guys are already doing it. Let's throw yep. our support behind them and see. Maybe not just one place. Maybe we need like a couple of places. Yeah. But we need to put our support behind them. And the companies need to go, what do you guys need? You know, take a look at the companies. Right. What do they need? How could they get off the ground? You know, as content creators, we need to go, okay, let's work with these guys and figure out how to help make it better. As, uh, mm -hmm. as the audience out there, the people listening, um, you know... You need to actually go there and give it eyeballs. Otherwise, it doesn't matter. You know, yeah. the, the, the place that's king is the place that gets the most eyeballs. Um, right. Yeah, go and, ahead, And Steve. they're starting to go get ahead. some eyeballs over there. Um, yeah. But just to answer Dan hates you, it's mm -hmm. firearmfanatic.com. Okay, yeah. Okay. Firearmfanatic.com. Okay, do they have an app? Do they have an app yet or no? I'm not sure if they have an app. I think so. Okay. Um. He, okay, so they're saying here, our platform was started in 2018 as an alternative to restrictions we kept facing as small-time creators with no real support from masses uh, when we would get censored. And um, and what's their what is the uh, servers for their for their platform? Let me see if I could find it. 
Do you know what servers they use? We should probably get those guys to come on and talk about that. Yeah. Um, I've had them on before, but we didn't, for whatever reason, uh, we didn't we didn't oh, okay. get into it. Uh, okay. Fanatic with a K, right? Yep. I think that's how you spell it anyway. So when I Google that, I see a bunch of different things, but not the .com, which is interesting. So the .coms are making, uh, the, the people out there making it difficult for, like you can't even Google their .com and have it just come up. We need like a .gun. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so is this the front page of it right here? I'm assuming that's the front page of it. Like you have to sign up when you first yes, go yeah, in. Yep. Okay. Yep, so right. fire, yeah, that's firearm fanatic. Okay, we need to find out more about this, and we need to figure out how, how we can uh, do this better. So, but when yeah. I was asking you guys that question, that's what I'm trying to figure out. Like, do you guys know about um, things like this happening? Do you think about this? Do you have any ideas? I'll, I'll go to Steve on this one. <laughs> Yeah, um, actually, someone from Odyssey reached out to me and I talked to their rep because they were really interested in having me on their Odyssey. platform. Mm -hmm. So um, it's cool. I like the whole syncing feature. I post a video on YouTube. I'd, I mean, I'll be honest, I don't really even log into Odyssey that often. Mm -hmm. um, but it's cool to have a backup for my video. So one day if YouTube does decide to take my channel down, mm -hmm. then they're still online somewhere. People can still find me. Yeah. But... I mean, they, they also go with a blockchain concept, you know, the library or library. That's when I first heard of them as library.tv yeah. without the, yep. one of those letters missing. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Um, and I, I mean, it's, I mm -hmm. go ahead. it's cool. I don't know how to cash out. I see my libraries growing. <laughs> I don't even know what it's worth or what. Yeah. Right. So, um, that is one of the things because I'm also on there, and one of the things that happens... So here's... Here, let me see. I'll share the screen for a second here. So this is the Odyssey app. Yep. And if you go in there, you can um, search for people. So you're you're Mr. Big Kid in there, right? Yes. Okay, let's see. We could just... We'll just search that and see if it comes up. Ba-boom! So I should yeah, be able to I go think. to your overall channel right here. Um... <laughs> There we go. We can go. We can go to. There's the overall thing. So mm -hmm. I think this is pretty cool because this is kind of working how GunStreamer was working, which it was pulling everything over. That's a yep. big thing. Like you put it up here, then you have to go up there and upload it and all of that. And as you said, yep. it's on, on blockchain. How how was the guy when he was when he uh, spoke to you? He knew what you do, right? Yes, I talked to him specifically about them. Like, I'm a okay. gun channel. I don't really get that political on my channel, but mm -hmm. I am a gun channel, and I push. And if there's something really bad coming down the pike, mm -hmm. I will make a video about it. So, mm -hmm. you know, my mm -hmm. interest is, yeah. Anyways, mm -hmm. um, very mm -hmm. enthusiastic. He said mm -hmm. there are people on both sides, very extreme people on both sides that um, – they make videos on Odyssey, and their thing is they will never ever take something down unless obviously it's child endangerment or something like that. Okay, but right. they are they have no intention on ever limiting people's content. So um, so like so what this guy was saying is they've got the anti gun side, they've got the pro gun guys. It doesn't matter to them; they're yep. okay with it. Um, 
so did you actually speak to him or was this through email or yeah, no it was a it was like a google chat or whatever google chat? with okay, cameras cool. and everything so we got to watch each other oh, talking oh nice <laughs> No, no, yeah. no, no. The reason why I'm asking is because because uh, I have never made that kind of contact. Um, well, there was someone who I was ta- who I spoke to, I think, through email at uh, yeah. library.tv in the past. But I would mm-hmm. love to talk to those guys because of what we were just talking about. I'll get you in contact with them. Super yeah. nice guy. Yeah, so. I think it would be great if we could somehow have a council. <laughs> right. Yeah. Of, of, of we're, we're probably not going to get all the. The, the folks in the gun world but if we had if we had some kind of thing and we sat down and we could actually talk to those guys and get some assurances that they're they're with us for what we're doing they don't have to be gun people but that they're okay mm-hmm. with what we're doing um they're mm-hmm. going to continue to be okay that it would be difficult for them to be removed if they are on blockchain it would be difficult for them to be removed from from the servers at least so youtube um not youtube um apple so iTunes and uh, Google, whatever makes the apps, they could block it, but we could, but people could still have access. Mm. Right. You know, that would be incredibly, incredibly important, especially if we can actually sit down with them and then get maybe some of the folks in the industry to talk to them. And, you know, because we could we could help them by getting content creators there and getting yep. our audience there. And then I think that a lot of people in the industry I'm not sure how they do their money thing. Did he talk to you about any of that? Um, I don't really. I mean, they they give the library credits, and I don't know how to cash out a wallet. It's, some, it's, it's a it's a crypto. Yeah, yeah. and um, I don't really. I think I like got two hundred or something like that. I don't know if it's yeah. worth a buck. I don't know if it's worth a penny or uh, what. But yeah, yeah. Um, I'm not sure if odyssey itself is a wallet does it have a built-in wallet or do i need to like somehow link up a wallet to it or what yes but. you know who i know that knows about that huh john crop <laughs> okay i figured you're gonna <laughs> you say that <laughs> yeah <laughs> you know um but what i would say is i think they have their own uh kind of crypto that they developed so the mm-hmm. way that it would work, this is my rudimentary understanding. So I don't like there's probably dudes in the in the chat and in the audience that understand this better than me. You would you would have to move from wallet to wallet. So you would have to take their crypto and move it over here to a place where you could trade their crypto in for something that's more recognized, like uh, Bitcoin or Ethereum. Let's say it's okay. Bitcoin. So you trade that in for the for the for the value um in bitcoin and then you take the bitcoin and you could there's other places that you can then trade that in for the value in dollars and right like buying scott's nft with my yes. bitcoin yeah but no but yeah. so so for example uh that coinbase <laughs> app that i was talking about uh coinbase is is one of the that's what john recommended to me and coinbase is a place that you could sign up for you could buy stuff from there um mm-hmm. you could sell things through there you can connect your, um, I believe you can connect a credit card, but you can connect a bank account to that. So if you can, if you can, you know, so basically it's moving from bucket to bucket, right? And then once you get it over there, now it's in there. So once it's in there, you can use that to buy into whatever is a more stable thing, if that's what you want to do, or you could, you know, send that money over to your bank account. Um, Okay. Once you cash out these things, this is the reason why I was saying 
uh, before that you have to realize it's not a currency. And this is the difference. If you had dollars moving around like that, so someone paid you in pesos and you turned it into dollars, right? You're getting a one-to-one one -one value of it. You don't necessarily, um, need, you don't need to do any taxes or anything around that, okay? But if you have um, any kind of crypto, especially for a while, you have to you have to pay taxes on it because it could have gone up as an investment. So oh. when you cash those things out, you actually need to report that to the IRS and then pay the taxes on it. Now, if you did it in a very short period of time, and there was so let's say right now uh, Scott wants a hundred bucks from you, you cash out, you know. You buy $100 worth of uh, Bitcoin, you send it to him, he cashes it out in a short period of time. There is no investment growth in there, right? So there's no taxes involved, but the, the government has labeled these things as, um, you know, as assets. So when you deal with them, you do have to ultimately report that. That's something that's really important for uh, people to understand that versus a currency. Right. You know, if you were actually dealing in a currency, you wouldn't have to do it. So, so in other words, let's say someone gives you gave you uh, five years ago a uh, hundred dollars worth of Bitcoin, and today it's worth a hundred thousand dollars. You you can't just cash that out and ball out. You know, but we see that right, like it was some YouTube videos where dudes are balling out. They're like, oh, this is awesome. <laughs> you know, my crypto yeah. money. What they're not necessarily telling you is if they made if they made those investments and they're balling out on it, they have to pay taxes on it. Capital gains, right? Yeah. Um, yeah. So um, that's that's how I think, and because a lot of things are working like this now. Um, have you guys heard of Minds? Yeah, I've heard you talk hmm. about it. Yeah. So Minds is like. Um, Mines is also like Facebook and it's on it's on the blockchain. So here if I show you guys my um app thing right here, Mines is this app that looks like a light bulb. And that also you see how there's like 33 bucks up there? I've somehow made 33 of whatever the Mines coin is. <laughs> so and and that's what I'm thinking. I'm like, how do I get that out of there? You know what I mean? So <laughs> It's the same thing. You, it has to go from wallet to wallet. So that's a particular coin for that thing. You got to move it into another place where you could trade it into another thing and then move it over to another thing. Eventually, a lot of this is going to become easier to do. And we could just more easily do it. But, you know, I think that this is kind of the future of what we're doing and how eventually we take, we take this stuff away from YouTube and other platforms and their whims. Um, almost like if you remember when my, when my space came out, you know, um, my space was where everyone's going to. Yeah. And they didn't really develop it right or do the right things. And then, uh, Facebook became the thing mm -hmm. very easily. One day Facebook could not be the thing anymore, or Twitter could mm -hmm. not be the thing anymore, or even YouTube could not be the thing anymore because maybe people get tired that they can't see what they want to over there or whatever it is, but it won't happen if people don't, you know, go through the pains of learning about this stuff and researching it and then actually investing in it by um, adopting these things and, 
you know, we really need to do it. And I think we're in an advantage, Steve, if these guys are actually wanting to talk to us. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Um, all right. Let's see. Now, what else you guys want to talk about? I'm, uh, you know, I know enough of the boring stuff. <laughs> yeah. I, real quick, back on the topic mm-hmm. that we started with, with, mm-hmm. you know, censorship and the path that YouTube's going down and stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm not sure if you guys are familiar. I think you are, Hank, uh, Clover Tech. Mm-hmm. Yep. And he's been helping a lot of channels out in mm-hmm. regards to demonetization because he has some contacts at YouTube, I guess. I've that, heard about that. Um, yeah. mm-hmm. They actually have interest in wanting to know more about the gun side of things and how to, I don't know what the right word is, but they, they want to almost find a way to not regulate so hard. So it's almost like the opposite of what we're talking about. Mm-hmm. Of course, who knows? I mean, it's right. a lot of it's all hearsay right now. But, yeah, yeah. but if, if those people aren't high enough up in the food chain at YouTube, you know yeah. what they want won't matter. Exactly. Yeah. Um, so are you, so what are you trying to get out of me on this one, Steve? I'm um, nothing, just more of a discussion. Like right. it's, it's more of like maybe just kind of ease our mind a little bit too. Like there's right. a possibility mm-hmm. that YouTube isn't necessarily maybe yeah. the most important thing to them is yeah. their pocketbook. Yeah. But, so I, I know Clover Tech, and I think what he's attempting to do is cool. Um, but the fact that he's talking to them doesn't ease my mind at all. (laughs) And it's not because it's him. It's not because of it's him, right? Mm -hmm. There's so many people at YouTube. I think it's what Scott just said. Like, how do we know Mm -hmm. who he's talking to? How do we know that they're not just gathering info on us to make it easier for them to block us? Why would YouTube actually want to help us at the, it's like, you know, here, I want to help you. Let me stab you in the back. <laughs> All right. So we know we're definitely suffering. How can we be, how can we be suffering? How could they be uh, doing all these things to us? But at the same time, someone over there actually wants to talk to us. You know, right. how about calling a moratorium on all of this? And then we actually, you know, somehow sit down and talk about it. So I don't, you know, I don't disbelieve that he's talking to someone and that he, mm-hmm. I know he has good intentions, right? Yep. And they yep. may even have good intentions, but what influence do they have over, what real influence do they have over YouTube? Yeah, if right. they're not higher ups, then. Yeah. And yep. a lot of times it's detrimental. I haven't seen YouTube really try to help us at all. Like, do you know someplace where they're really trying to help us? Nope. Yeah. <laughs> I do not. Yeah. I mean, the easiest, the, the, at this point, without knowing what they're talking about, um, and if I had to guess what the outcome of that would be, the, um, the, the outcome on the worst case scenario, I think the outcome of that is going to be, they're going to use that info to go, and this is how we completely get rid of these guys. Um, but mm-hmm. I do think he's trying to do something good. Maybe mm-hmm. what's going to happen there is they're going to go, all of you guys have to go behind YouTube Red or something like that. Yeah. You guys have to go behind a paywall. Because right. they don't want us to do what we're doing. They are philosophically against us. And when I say they, mm-hmm. I mean the people at the top of YouTube. Yeah. You know? So why would they do something to help us? Why would they say, okay, we're going to help you guys grow your audience and communicate with people? And I mean, the only way they're going to do it is if they're going to go, okay, you can't do guns anymore. 
which is effectively what happened here on the lives that we cannot yep. handle guns anymore. Yep. You know, so they've been able to do that and get away with it. I don't see them real like I don't know what it is that I've seen from YouTube that says to me they want to stop doing that. You know, everything tells me they want to do a better job of blocking us. And right now they're doing a pretty good job. You know, yeah, see, I don't it. think they want to block us entirely because, you know, there's still quite a massive audience that watches the gun content and they make a lot of money off of that, even still. Do you really think there's a, a do you really think it's a bit the, the, there's a big audience that's watching the gun stuff versus the other stuff? I don't know. Do you think it's probably not as big as what's watching the other stuff, but it's Mm -hmm. still a good chunk of change, you know? And when you're a big corporation making the kind of money they're making, you know, they still want to make that money, Mm -hmm. you know? And if they, if they got rid of all of us completely, that would be a big chunk of change that they would be losing. They don't seem right now to be worried about losing that. That's what that that's what really kind of like makes me think that I don't know, I'm kind of in doubt. Hmm. Of of like how big is how big is it? Like I really don't think they care that much. You know? I mean, I could be wrong. For sure I could be wrong, but I don't think it's big enough to move everything. What's the biggest things on YouTube? I think probably makeup and music. You know? And then if you look at cars and a lot of other stuff that's way over us, if you look at things related to entertainment, um, like movies or TV shows and things like that, um, you know, I think they're interested in Fox News, right? Fox News has a headquarters very close to where they are in in Silicon Valley, and I think they're interested in them. And I notice Fox News doesn't get demonetize every freaking thing on fox news on youtube has ads all over it oh yeah but it doesn't necessarily mean that fox news is getting that money (laughs) well but no but what i mean by that the reason why i'm saying it is i think fox news has a big audience that they don't want to lose which includes us but a bigger audience of the people who are conservative republicans right-leaning old ass people however you want to put it you know all right see there you have it too that's another reason why they probably wouldn't want to get rid of us because you know there are a lot of us and we Mm -hmm. do watch a lot of the other content that is outside of the gun spectrum too Mm -hmm. so they would be losing not only the audience that watches us but us as the audience that watches all the other stuff as well Right. So that's a big chunk of change that they would be losing. So I don't think they want to get rid of us entirely. They want to make it difficult for us, mm-hmm. but they don't want to wipe us out of existence because they know that we're an audience and we have an audience that we attract to YouTube as well. So right. that's money in their pocket, you know, either I, way you look at it. Yeah, I agree with that, but I think they would still get us if they got rid of the gun guys. I think us as a group, mm-hmm. as gun guys... And maybe they don't need to get rid of all of us. Maybe some, you know, they might go, okay, these ten gun guys will let them live, <laughs> whatever. Yeah. But we don't really need, you know, they yeah, don't really but... want to necessarily see growth in our section. But yes, right. I would agree with the fact that they don't want to because we're half of America. Yep. Right. Ultimately, we're half of a, we're at least 
a hundred and something million people if you look at what happened with Trump, right? If you look at the people following Trump. So they don't want to lose those people. But how many people is it like solidly looking at gun things? Like what's the biggest number of followers that any one gun guy has? 10 million? I think Demolition Ranch has hit 10 million, I think. Yeah, he's at 10, right? So he's the biggest gun guy at 10 million. I think so. Yeah. So the biggest single YouTuber out there, what's his numbers? A hundred million people following him or uh, what's the number? 30, 50? I've definitely seen bigger, bigher channels than Demolition Ranch for sure. I I think Mm -hmm. there was one I came across. It was like 36 million, Mm -hmm. you know, and I can't remember what kind of channel it was, but I felt like Mr. Beast was at like 50 million and they made him like a special like Ruby play button or something like that. (laughs) (laughs) Damn. Yeah. So there's no one that hit a hundred million yet. I don't think so. I'm not Mm. sure. Yeah. Mr. Big Kid will be the first one. Let me me look that up. Yeah. But my prediction is Mr. uh, Big Kid. Yeah. Mr. Big Kid's barbecue. (laughs) (laughs) That's right. (laughs) Emporium. (laughs) I don't know what you're going to call. You already split off a separate thing to do barbecue stuff, right? Yeah. It's called the Gaucho Q. Okay. So my family's all Argentine. I have a big Argentine heritage. So the Gaucho is my grandfather. And yeah. Mm -hmm. Oh, cool. Okay. Listen, we ran into nine o'clock. It's uh, we hit that nine o'clock wall. Oh, um, yeah. Okay, what? so right here I one? just googled it. Uh-huh. Uh, Hundred million. It says two channels surpassed each other in subscribers count on a number of occasions in February, March, and April 2019. T Series won the race and, and, be- and PewDiePie. First. So was the other one yeah. PewDiePie? T Series and PewDiePie reached over 100 million subscriber mark. Yeah, I taught them everything they know. Right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, PewDiePie has you on speed dial. I don't know who the T series is. Yeah, yeah, I never heard of T series. Uh, yeah, do you know what that who that is? I don't know. I have no idea. Isn't that wait, wait, one of the no T series is that like a K pop boy band? Is it a boy no, band? I don't wanna I don't wanna go look at it and then it starts showing uh, up on my stuff. I have a feeling. Let me look at OnlyFans. <laughs> Let's see. Let me see. What is T-Series? Someone will tell us out there here in a second. I'm guessing it has something to do with music. Uh, T-Series. Music can change the world. Is T-Series is India's largest music label oh. and movie studio. India. Oh, okay. India. Yeah. My people. They have right 188 there. million subscribers oh. right now. I'm coming home. yeah yeah (laughs) yeah that makes sense that makes sense actually um by the way shout out to dld after dark uh and the juice says t-series is india okay yeah and t-series actually beat pewdiepie out because pewdiepie only has 110 million subscribers yeah everyone is saying is all these people knew that was indian music and i didn't know that everyone is saying that right now toxic patch company from bollywood yep yeah, what? I'm going. I'm going. I'm going to go live in India. <laughs> yeah. um, wow. Okay. I guess a lot of people like T series. Never heard yeah. of them before, but well, I mean, India has. Yeah. Uh, okay, China has a billion people. How many does India have? There's a lot of people in India. I don't know yeah. exactly. What the population yeah, I don't know if they got up to a billion. Um, okay. 
Yeah, that makes sense. <laughs> that makes sense. Okay, so listen, we're gonna we're gonna wrap it up here. We're gonna wrap it up. I don't want to hold. I don't want to hold Mr. Big Kid too long. I actually enjoyed this conversation. I don't know if everyone else did out there. I don't know if Mr. Big Kid did or Gorillas did. and Guns did. You know, Gorillas and Guns is just happy he got to like now he has a freaking NFT in our brains uh-huh. of that right. diaper. Right. <laughs> I don't okay, know so how India, I'm going to scrub that out of my brain right now. <laughs> India has 1.366 billion people. Wow. 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 Yeah, yeah and, and Hank is going to use that diaper picture. I'm trying to think right now if I could learn Hindi and do all my gun his, videos. His background you know, for language. <laughs> I'm like, hmm, I wonder how difficult it is to learn. How to, you <laughs> well, know. A lot of them speak English over there, as you know, when yeah. you get calls from your credit card company. Yes, I do. True. I need to play up <laughs> on my point. videos the fact that I'm Indian more, you know. I need to, I need to play that up more, you know. Um, <laughs> it's not going to work, though. It's not going to work. So, uh, okay, listen, let's do this. We're going to wrap up here. I'm going to let Gorillas and Guns uh, go first here. Tell the folks out there how they can, uh, how they can communicate with you, uh, what social media is to follow, etc. You can find me here on the YouTubes. You can find uh, at Gorillas and Guns. Uh, you can find me on Facebook at Gorillas and Guns. You can find me on Patreon at patreon.com backslash Gorillas Guns. You can find me at uh, Gunstreamer, although I haven't been posting any videos over there since you can't automatically upload. Mm-hmm. Uh, pull, then you can find me on firearmfanatic.com. So go over there and check out firearmfanatic.com. It's all about 2A content. Like I said, a lot of great people over there, um, and it's taken off. So, yeah, c- come check me out over at firearmfanatic.com and hit up blackswantactical.com, and you can mm. buy some Gorillas and Guns merch over there. Absolutely. Someone's got those uh, those sneakers. The gorilla feet, yeah. yeah. John got uh, a pair. I know that. Yeah, and uh, so um, what was I going to say? Totally went out of my brain right now. Okay, so let's go to Mister Big Kid. Tell the the folks out there how they can support you. What's the best ways? If someone wants to communicate with you, you yeah. Know. If you guys want to shoot an email over to me, uh, Steve at MrBigKid.net. Otherwise, uh, you can find me on YouTube, Mister Big Kid. Um, Instagram and Facebook are Mr. Big Kid Media. Yeah. So that's mainly where, where I hang yeah. out at. Yeah. Um, I do have a couple presence in other platforms, Odyssey, Mr. Big Kid, um, even uh, MeWe. I, mm-hmm. I just don't really log into that. Mm-hmm. So Yeah. Uh, me, I don't know if MeWe is, um, is on the blockchain. I'm not sure. I know I have that also. I'm not sure if they're on blockchain like we were talking about. Yeah. Yeah, I know I really dig this. I wanted to ask you through this whole thing. I dig this background you have. So oh, thank did you. you did you do this setup? Did you do the lighting and stuff like this? Or I did. This, okay. Um Yeah, I like the little shelves behind me because I can kind of just put whatever I want in there, whatever yeah. I'm feeling like is cool. Yeah. Um got the suppressor right over there yeah. somewhere. Yeah, but, you've got I yeah. can see an optic behind you. Yeah, there is a suppressor okay. next to a cup. Yeah. Yep, a bunch like of armor trophies there. down there. Yeah, a lot of armor there. I was wondering if yeah. that was you or John, because I know Jonathan is into that too, but probably both of you guys are into that stuff, right? What's like the armor? No, like the nice lighting and looking, you know. Oh, you, guys, oh, you know, I've never had a decent place to do any kind of live stream. And actually, you guys reached out to me quite a while ago, like a year ago, to do a live stream. And um, 
I had no place to do it. So I was like really mm -hmm. reluctant. Okay. So I finally moved into this room in a rental house while we're having a house built. And I'm like, I'm going to make it look cool. Okay. We <laughs> just, just thought gonna... you, we just thought you were hating on us. No, no, we didn't. No, I, I've always <laughs> been nervous to live stream. I've been, I've eased up a lot, but man, I was always just, mm -hmm. I get like, I start mumbling and having mm -hmm. diarrhea of the mouth, you know, when I'm nervous, uh, I start talking too much, but I've kind of lost that. Yeah. There's nothing wrong with that, man. I hope, I hope <laughs> we can get you to come back on, you know, we yeah, can, anytime. Uh, we can do this again, talk about more stuff. Um, I'm really, I re would really look forward to more of us talking about these things. If it's somewhere offline from this stuff and trying to figure out what's the thing to do, obviously, instead of waiting for someone to save us, we need to get right. together and help each other mm -hmm. out and save ourselves. So, um, sure. I, I definitely enjoyed this conversation since you're our guest, we're going to have you drop the words of wisdom on us where gorillas and guns and myself we're just going to sit here and not say anything you got a couple of seconds to think about your words of wisdom you got a couple of seconds to, hold on I yeah yeah the, uh, yeah jazz, jazz hands. hands and think about it i'm going to do this here in a second if anyone is still hanging out with us smash the thumbs ups i'm going to roll in the end at the end of the uh i'm going to roll in the end titles at the end of that we're going to come back and mr big kid is going to hit us with the words of wisdom big thanks to gorillas and guns and mr big kid let's do this all right, guys, thanks so much for hanging out with us. Big shout out to Walther Arms for sponsoring the podcast. We appreciate those guys. Make sure you smash the thumbs up, share this. Uh, we're going to rip the audio out of this and put it up on iTunes and all your favorite places to get audio. Uh, that's, you know, I think that that stuff is growing more than this. Uh, we're definitely super shadow banned over here, but on there, not so much. So people from all over the world listening to us all the time, we appreciate you guys for doing that. And uh, right now, gorilla, no, not gorillas and guns. Sorry, Mister Big Kid is gonna <laughs> is gonna hit us with the words of wisdom. What you got, Steve? What you got? All right, hold on. Oh, we're going in real quick. Do now. <laughs> oh, <boy>. Do now. <laughs> All right, let me start over. <laughs> What's happening? Do now what your future will thank you for. All right, there you go. There you go. All right, now I'm All right. zoom yeah. out. Yeah, you scared, you scared me with that. So I was like, oh. He's getting all close. Mr. Yeah. Big Kid's eyeball. All of a sudden, Steve went from zero to 100. He got yep. super serious on us. Okay, That's big right. shout out to 2AEDU out there. Everyone, thanks so much for hanging out with us, guys. We appreciate you guys. We should be back tomorrow. We're doing a Friday for the first time in a while. Lola is allowing me to do a Friday, so we'll see you guys tomorrow. We're out of here. Peace.